Today's episode of the Black Flag Podcast is brought to you by Evan Orvath of Solero Commerce. We're coming to you live from the Solero Commerce compound as always. And if you own a small business that accepts debit or credit cards, you got to go check them out. Get in touch with Evan Orvath or contact one of us and we'll get you a free second opinion on your current merchant service provider. Today's episode is also brought to you by PlanBSales.com and CircleBDieCast.com. If you're looking for any diecasts or any other NASCAR memorabilia, be sure to check them out and use promo code BFP123 for free shipping on orders over $20. We would also like to thank Any Racing News and the Graphics Group for their support and of course the pals over on Patreon. We cannot thank you guys enough. Without you guys, none of this would be possible. You guys are really what keeps this ship afloat. Head on over to patreon.com slash blackflagpodcast to become a pal today. For just $4.69 a month, you get some monthly giveaways, some merchandise discounts, and of course, some exclusive content. Brad Keselowski is going to be shown the black flag. It's the Black Flag Podcast. Every fucking week. Fuck, I hate my fucking job. Race analysis. Yeah, we're only girls pool here, so. Maggie forgets it. If they changed the rules and took the champions provisional away, he wouldn't have been able to race the last two years, so. Uh... Occasional alcohol consumption. Uh, Jimmy Johnson is on pit road because I think he's the leader. And calling people on their shit. It refrains me from not beating the shit out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. This week's Black Flag Podcast is now in session. Hey, we had some out we beat him so it's all good all right <laughs> do i gotta do the intro because i got way more fucking gas than youtube boys. this is uh <laughs> what's going on guys how we doing this is episode 155 you of the sound, black flag podcast you sound terrible bradley <laughs> thank you so much bob oh it's so nice to see you too yeah it's been a while it's been a couple days <clears throat> we are uh oh, holy fuck we are fresh off of speed weeks we just spent, or Bradley and I spent, 11 days down in Daytona Beach, Florida, New Smyrna, Florida. Made a trek to Volusia at one point with you, Bob. You were down there for, what, seven days? Eight days. Eight days. Um, I think we're in recovery mode. I think we uh, ran off a of very little sleep. I think we... Uh, uh, Superb nutrition. Yeah. Yeah. I think we all gained weight. I gained 10 pounds. <laughs> and... Uh, yeah, then we landed in Bangor this morning, and there's nothing worse than the realization of knowing that you just landed your home and you have a two-hour drive home still. At least you guys didn't do it in a snowstorm. Yeah, yeah. Um, I yeah, snow was not a welcoming sight. Uh, there's not a ton of it, but um, just the fact that like you're looking over the the nice white beach uh, for the last eleven days, and you land, and you're like, that's that's not sand. Uh, that sucks. And now, you know, it's going to be warm as hell tomorrow. Uh, credit to us. We brought the weather, the warm weather back for everyone. And, uh, all, all everyone up here is going to do is, uh, treat us to a uh, winter storm in uh, two days. It's going to drop a foot of snow on us. So, uh, that's awesome. I cannot wait. Hopefully, uh, I, I can move my body parts to be able to shovel because, um, right now I'm, I'm in, uh, you're never going to believe this, but I'm in rough shape. <laughs> rough shape. <laughs> I'm glad that you have the same headphones on that we do. So you can also hear how yeah. horrific you sound. Yeah. yeah I, uh, I'm going to be honest. I, we, we got home. I threw a load of laundry in the washer. I passed the fuck out for two hours, set all this up, uh, threw on my Daytona beach bucket hat for all the, the people that are watching this instead of listening, which is no one. And, um, yeah, I, I didn't say a word because I was sitting down by myself and I feel like that would have been kind of weird. But as I was sitting here, I was like, I don't know what's going to come out of my mouth. And I'm not talking like what I say. I'm talking the sound yeah. because, uh, yeah, I, I haven't had much of a voice. I think that last Saturday, and I'm not talking the last Saturday, I'm talking two Saturdays ago when we had all of our friends in that corner of Beachside 
I think that's when my voice was lost, and then it was just sputtering uh, for the rest of the trip. A lot of hooting and hollering. (laughs) Yeah, hooting does, in fact, lead to hollering, Bob. I I said that once. Yes. I believe that's the title of an episode, is it not? Sure is, dude. Um, So, yeah, uh, I think it was just by the time we had landed, it was wide open. I think one one night Bradley and I drugged the brakes, which would have been yeah, what'd you call it a brownout not a blackout but no, a brownout. No. well no, no that was that was every night but there was one night so it, it was monday night um the last time you heard from us we saturday night the whole field wrecked i mean literally <laughs> the whole field all every single <laughs> charlie sustained the least amount of damage he only ripped the left front door and rocker panel and skirt I, off i became the dad of the group and i am for sure not qualified for that position. i knocked i knocked the front clip off brad blew a motor <laughs> or just showed up at the wrong racetrack <laughs> <laughs> just set the first full day that we were in florida was an absolute shisho we were not there 24 hours and in that amount of time, there was a top potty, a back potty, <laughs> a missing persons report, <laughs> uh, CTE, CTE. <laughs> <laughs> but that was like, hey, we're, we're, we, it was night one. We're usually we already talked about this a it little was, bit, but we're, we're usually pretty good at organized chaos. But that was just the chaos. <laughs> that was recklessness. <laughs> that was, yeah, that you know how like weapons it, of mass destruction. You know how like the Joker in Batman just does things to just do it. That's what that felt like. There was really no rhyme or reason to any of that shit. <laughs> yeah. So on Monday night, um, we went to New Smyrna Speedway uh, again. I absolutely froze my fucking ass off. I wouldn't even drink a beer because I didn't want to take my hands out of my pockets. 40 degrees and a 1,000% humidity in Florida. Might as well be zero degrees here. Um, Awful. So I was dragging the brakes. Brad so graciously offered to drag the brakes so that you, Charlie, could have a night, and you spent most of that night in a parking lot screaming into your cell phone. Well, that'll happen. Uh, that does happen on some of them bigger jobs. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I decided that I was going to be the dad that night because um, Bobby and I both came to the conclusion that we hadn't necessarily remembered any of Beachside Tavern and we were going on our third yeah. trip. Yeah, I'd currently been 0 for 2 in remembering it or if we want to put a positive spin on it, batting a 1,000 for blacking out there. So um, <laughs> that night, um, was it was a very chill night. We had showed up. The races ended at um, New Smyrna and we're like beachside 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 but then we like somebody's like oh that's a ticketed event and we're like oh that fuck nah, 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 nah. Well, we'll go anyway who some, cares some band nobody had ever heard of well it was like a, a special because <laughs> I've been single for two years I didn't even know what fucking day it was a special Valentine's Day hmm. event with a band it was supposed to it, you could just tell it was a low key mood and then us doofuses walk in right as this event is over, right at 11 o'clock on the nose. Almost like we were sitting in the parking lot waiting for it to happen. It was <laughs> awesome watching all the happy couples filter out and all the, the people with, that are dead inside filter into their happy yeah. place. Yeah, everybody with a, uh, a Hoosier sweatshirt or a <laughs> XX racing, you know, insert name here, racing or insert name here, motorsports apparel. We all start filtering in one right after another and it starts to get a little rowdy. A, a little. Charlie comes over with... The only way he could have held any more shots <laughs> on his body is if he'd wore cargo pants. Or if I had balanced it on my nose like a goddamn seal. Neelan, that was, he also came out with us that night. He was off the rev chip. Also came, comes over. He just brought the bartender over at one point. Was like, what do you guys want? She's just going to 
just get it for you as if she's a waitress now uh doll and cash showed up the the jet motorsports crew we met all those guys some bitch stubborn that was so so monday night is is very much organized chaos pretty much all around um but so they go to try to close down beachside tavern like um they do every single night at, at 2 30 in the morning 2 30 and um so the guy just walks around and we're, we haven't they've been announcing get out you know leave whatever and we haven't falling, moved falling on deaf ears. We haven't moved not one muscle. So this guy comes over and turns off the propane to our fireplace. Uh, and then we open the door, turn the propane back on, turn the fireplace back on, and um, you know, kind of sit there for another five minutes. So the guy notices that we turned our fire back on, comes over, does the same thing, um, which then we do the same thing, and then he does the same thing. Comes over three or four times. And uh, the the last time, the one of the, I don't know if it was the last time. One of the times we cranked the propane. <laughs> this and this is pretty much the the I don't know even know who's turning it back on at this point. It was it one was of the guys one, on jet. Yeah, on one the of jet the jet motorsports guys. But so we're thinking it's hilarious to us. Like we don't you know. So they turn the propane so high that this fire is pretty fucking going. And like there's no other fires going on. There's not really many other lights. Uh, and so it is you know. Obviously noticeable. Well, the guy comes back over, turns it off, takes the propane out, and then we end up going. One of the Jet Motorsports guys goes over, grabs another propane tank from the fireplace next to us, <laughs> comes to hook it up, turns it back on, and the guy goes. The guy comes back, and he he wasn't even that mad. I, I like knew was, you guys were trouble. <laughs> yeah, he, he seemed like he was almost more impressed, but. Yeah, yeah, one it must of the have jet- been a, a bar back or a bouncer or something. Yeah. One of the Jet Motorsports guys was just like, some bitch being stubborn. <laughs> and that was my favorite fucking quote of the entire week. Yeah, um, favorite quote that we could share anyways. Yes, <laughs> yeah, exactly. True. But uh, yeah, I, I completely forgot. We were trying to figure out where we went all of the week, like the whole week basically, because we went to different places this time. Usually, I just, I just took a million Snapchats, and even if I didn't send them to anyone, I saved save them. them in my memory. Gotta yeah. save them, yeah. Because that's the only reason I remember what we did on what night. Like, yeah. It was well, egregious. Uh, after after the, the chaos had ensued and everybody was in their rightful homes and beds and such, uh, Tuesday happened as well, and we went to Volusia. For Taurus Tuesday. And we we spent the day at Cruising Cafe, pretty much the whole day. So this actually, we actually started the day at Wing House because last oh, year we went to Wing House every single day. This and the year, service it was, was great, terrible. Um, you know, the food was good. The, they always had buckets of Corona for us. Well, we're on Tuesday. We're on our th- third trip to Wing House, I think. And it's getting progressively worse. Now I don't know. I don't remember if we touched on last week's episode about spending the Super Bowl there and how they just just ran out of everything now they were probably understaffed and overwhelmed whatever but like it was didn't think it was going to get any worse than no that, that day was, and uh no it did yeah we we were there for the super bowl on sunday and there's i mean it's a bar it's a wing bar for the super bowl like you should expect to be packed right it was it was and they had like four people working yeah and they had like they're like yeah we're out of like water like I don't I don't do you want anything I'm like well apparently no I fucking don't and uh, that was annoying then we went to the oyster pub and then that place was fucking freighted full it was just it was a mess it was it was yeah so Monday Monday was ridiculous because we we sat down and I know was it was it Tuesday yeah so Tuesday we we sat down for lunch Noah was with us when we ordered food. And Noah, like, has things to do. Like, we don't, obviously. We don't give a shit. Like, if they're taking an hour and a half, like, yeah, we're probably going to be a little upset. But, like, 
Noah has things to do. It took us like an hour and a half just to get food. And we were like the only ones there, too. Yeah, there was like, not The place wasn't packed at all. So basically, we all came to the conclusion at the same time. Like, it, it took us like an hour to get our checks. Like, it was it was crazy. So at that point, we decided, we're like, all right, you know, we went to Wing House 11 times last year. We're going, this, this is the last time. We're going three times, mm-hmm. and we're just going to start heading over to cruising. So we get to cruising. And we sit down, and I see that they have the Michael Walter Brewing, uh, like, posters everywhere. Which I didn't even know he had his own brewery or beer or anything. Yeah, I, I had no idea this about it. All new, you guys kept, you go, oh, they got Michael Walter's beer here. And I'm like, the have fucking what? Yeah. Pretty, I don't, pretty tasty. I don't know yeah, where I, I don't know where I heard it, but I heard it somewhere, and I knew that he was coming out with some stuff. So I I saw the poster, and I'm like, wait, do you have his beer here? And they're like, yeah, we have fucking something, something IPA over there Whatever on the tap. Blonde, coconut, blonde. they had the coconut IPA. That's yes. what they thought. Which, which they didn't uh, actually have. But so she said that she had an IPA, and I fucking hate IPAs. It's probably because I can't grow a beard. But I was like, I'm gonna, I'm, you know, I'm gonna give it a go, regardless. So she comes, brings it over to me, and I'm like, this is the best IPA I've ever had. Well, turns out it wasn't an IPA. It was a blonde, but yeah, he'll have that. Yeah. And no wonder why I liked it. So um, we're sitting there and talking, talking to the the waitress there, and she's like, Yeah, we're, we're starting, we're starting to buzz. Some friends showed up, some pals showed up. We moved to the outside of the bar and it was the uh, it was the nicest day so far yeah, to be it, able to it, do that it had been getting because like i said on monday froze tuesday wasn't exactly warm but the sun was out and it was nice enough to stand out by the street and and start to drinking yeah so uh tuesday we ended up going out you know we had a couple cigars we're just living life and they they told us that michael walter was actually going to show up between one and four and so we got there at like two thirty. We're like, shit. Well, you know, Taurus Tuesdays go. Like, regardless, if he comes at four, then we'll leave and go to Taurus Tuesday at, at five. You know, because we still had to go over, cross the street, spend ridiculous amount of money on ridiculous apparel that we are never going to wear ever again, except for this hat that I am currently wearing. I'm gonna, I, wear, uh, I'm gonna um, wear the shit out of that sweatshirt. I think I hung onto my sleeveless sweatshirt, <laughs> <laughs> and I uh, gave the hat to my mom as a present. I said, "Here, mom, I got this for you." She's like, "Oh, thank you." I was like, "No, oh, it's because I was gonna fucking throw it away if you didn't want it." But oh, perfect. Um, Yes, but before um, the Michael Waltrip deal happens, um, Charlie comes out onto the back porch and he's like, hey, guys, met a pal. Oh, yeah. This tall, lanky, skinny kid comes over and he's like, oh, this is Sam. Sam listens to the show. He's from Seekonk. And we're like, oh, that's not close to here. That's cool, man. And he tells us. Yeah, one of the coolest things that had happened all week by far. He says, uh, my girlfriend trains horses. We were down here. She flew home, and I said, fuck it. I want to stay for some racing at the end of the week. I haven't seen any racing down here ever before. He was staying in New Smyrna, which is an hour away from Daytona. Literally knew nobody down there. Didn't know what he was going to do with his time before the races. Decided, nah, I heard them guys talking about Cruising Cafe. I'll buzz over there, and um, we're all there. Well, yeah. sure, sure as shit, <laughs> he goes to Cruising Cafe because of the show. He sits down at the end of the bar. I come from outside to inside, across the bar. I order a drink, and and I saw the Seekonk shirt, and I didn't really think anything of it because everybody's there for racing. A lot, of, a lot of New Englanders and down the that, area. That kid turned his head like a dog when you whistle at him, and he stood right up, walked right over. He's like, are you Charlie? I was like, depends on who's asking, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, no shit. Like, th- that's the reason why I'm here. And then I think we adopted him, actually, legally. Never didn't see him again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the, he and had his own Airbnb, and 
uh, stayed with us most of the time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> say a couple nights stayed with you guys. <laughs> yeah, no, he. Uh, I think that collectively we all had like numerous different sleeping arrangements, and then we all like would just it would just be the organized chaos that just ends up leading to everyone staying at our Airbnb on that <laughs> Thursday or whatever. But it was, uh, yeah, we we for sure adopted him, and that 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 also happens frequently, I think, and it's usually a giant pain in the ass. Yeah, and yeah. The, I was just and, about to say, and usually, this kid was. Wicked cool. Yeah, he was shotgunning beers, funneling beers, participated in Taurus Tuesday. I don't think he wanted to, but we made him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe bullied him into it, but that's fine. Um, but yeah, no, he, he hung out with a bar with us. Sam Lincoln. Yep. We like him. Drives a shitbox, I guess, right? At, over... uh, his words. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, his words, not ours. Uh, like a Mad Bomber type car yeah, at Seacon like on Fridays. So yeah, he came to... Or, uh... or a Black Flag podcast, Ridge Runner, depending on what track it's at. Yeah. 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 Maybe. Uh, but uh, no, cool kid. Uh, for a while there, I don't think anybody knew his name, so he was Blaze. He was... Well, Blaze is his middle name, yeah. but Brad called him Austin at some point or something. <laughs> So yeah. I just started calling him Blaze Alexander, Rip, or Blaze Whitmore, who used to race NHRA yeah. drag cars. I called him a couple of different things. I called him Skip, I, I think. I called him Austin. I was like, Austin, Anthony, what, Steve, what's your name? I don't Steve, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Sean, uh, whatever. Yeah. Um, it was yeah. like three days in, and we finally realized his name was Sam. Uh, but no, <laughs> usually usually when we adopt people, they're not, they're, they're, they're annoying. They're like they get annoying very quickly, and he didn't. And he was with us for four days, I think, <laughs> after that. So, um, no, they try cool. to wreck us all on the highway on the way to uh, Samaritan. Okay, Wilderness. I was an, I was annoyed one of the one, <laughs> one time uh, yeah, because cool. I was uh, I was we were going from. I don't know. We went. We we were in Daytona. We went to Norwoods or something. Yeah, some treehouse restaurant. Tree- we, <laughs> after the the third time, Winghouse sucked dick. It's like let's just keep, let's just go go find new places to go other than cruising. Like cruising can be a repeat stop. I actually but. saw Norwoods on uh, Nicole Casagrande's like Facebook or something. I'm like that place looks cool. And then we like buzzed by it the night before going to Beachside, and I'm yeah. like that place looks conveniently even cooler. located right next to Beachside. Yeah. yeah. So we we get there, and um, apparently you can't seat a, a group of ten up on the treehouse. Uh, so yeah. table. We, Tables of four. <laughs> was yeah. a little bummed out about that. Not gonna lie. We were a little. We were under the treehouse for sure. But but that, we were still outside under the treehouse, and uh, just as long as we were outside, I was fine. Like that was my big thing. Is I just want to be outside. But guys, they don't sell Corona buckets. They sell you well. They did well. Coronas, <laughs> and they'll bring them over in the one bucket that the dude had. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty some, sure it was like the mop bucket. But that's fine. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. Yeah. yeah, don't drink the water at the bottom no. of that. But no, uh, yeah, we. Uh, <laughs> so, so then we we left that and. Uh, when we're like, well, Jesus Christ, we're within walking walking distance of Beachside before the race. Says, better go to Beachside for one, which one meant six. And, uh, and then Sam was just ripping the e-brake uh, going down the road <laughs> on the way to uh, Also shit-whipped it into the parking lot, too. Yeah, Remember had a that. sweet little like Ford Focus or something, <laughs> rental car. But he had a VW Golf, and he's going 75 and rips the e-brake and about doors me down the highway going 75. And that was about the time that I was like, all right, yep, nope, I've seen enough. <laughs> <laughs> this is where he gets annoying, and we, he didn't. We, we told him he gets three strikes, and that was strike one. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, I think he ended yeah. up on strike two, didn't he, at one point? think so oh good for him yeah he was no, third. i, don't he think, was, he I think he ever hit two he might he might have fouled fouled one off my, yeah, <laughs> my, 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 most people strike out within the first six couple minutes. yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so two no, back on tours tuesday uh, night we went to volusia looking like absolute dipshits well, like we had to go to the 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 like the t-shirt 
place that like every every beach yeah place just your has prototypical junk yeah. overpriced shitty surf shop and i was thinking like dad 30 40 bucks for sure spent 104 dollars i was gonna say we all spent like 78 but i bought i actually piece. bought i did buy one t-shirt that i legitimately liked and brought home to wear and that was like 22 dollars or something yeah. so like daytona beach had some cool colors but so we uh we buzz out of there go to volusia picked the absolute worst night to go to volusia it rained a little bit they they had to repack the track uh, got to see Magic Shoes step on his dick and absolutely luck, like luckiest shit I've ever seen in a race car. <laughs> Max McLaughlin hits the pothole going in the one turn, leading big block dirt modifieds, spins the thing 100, degree, 100 degrees out, 180 degrees out, absolutely clobbered by second place head on, spins him back the right direction, and he keeps going without losing a spot. Four <laughs> other guys wreck. <laughs> And he goes on to win the heat and finish third in the feature that night. I'm like, that's a fucking lucky motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the Volusia night was the the sense throughout the rest of the week of where just nobody has any sort of sense of urgency in the state of Florida at all. Well, the, the problem, you got two problems that Volusia has that they can use as a valid, legitimate excuse. One is with dirt racing, you have to have the track right. You can't just dry it off and go back. You got to pack it, you got to lip it, all that bullshit. Because if not, it just it either a is ice or b it's going to come apart and make for shitty racing later. B, you had three classes there with sixty cars each, so just skipping ahead to features isn't really an option. Like, you, no. what are you going to do? Send all sixty late models out there? No, you're not. You got to whittle the field down to twenty four. And it, it was, unfortunately, it, the fan kind of takes the bone, you know, the screw job there. But he, it, it was it was do. a precursor to um, more <laughs> lack of sense of urgency throughout the rest of the week, though, which we, we will touch on for a forty five minute driver introduction at one point. I was oh my god, oh my god! I just got secondhand fucking pissed. <laughs> um, I completely forgot that that had, that had happened. Um, that was the next night, wasn't it? We uh, so shout out Sean Foster had, I believe, two of the best. He uh, joined us for Tours Tuesday. Two of the greatest ideas that none of us even thought of: beach balls and a beer funnel. Yeah, yeah. So uh, those beach balls in the. I don't know how <laughs> no one got really fucking mad. <laughs> I was waiting for it. so, like I just mentioned, it had rained. In the grandstands of a dirt racetrack accumulates a lot of dirt. Oh, it was a fucking mess. Dirt and water <laughs> it was makes such a mess. mud. <clears throat> and we started pounding these beach balls around, and every time the beach balls hit anything that wasn't another human, they instantly got covered in mud. So that means when they hit the next human, that human got covered <laughs> in mud. <laughs> mud is sticky. <laughs> and gross and cold and wet. You guys are never going to believe this, but the eight people that all bought shit that they don't care about were not that up upset about getting hit with mud. <laughs> but everyone <laughs> else, didn't. apparently. No, and sure. I was just, every time, it, I, you it, just, because of course we're all assholes, every time the ball would go up in the air, you hear, oh, <laughs> hey, hey, oh. So every time that ball was coming back down, I'm like, this is the time that somebody is going to get hit with mud and they're just going to stab it with a knife and then come stab us <laughs> with a knife. <laughs> and it, it got, never happened miraculously. It, it, got, it, it, was, it, it was so gross that you would sit down in the stands and you'd stand back up and it looked like you'd done a shit in your <laughs> <laughs> Some bitch was being stubborn. Gone to shit it. <laughs> the like seven people that know the inside joke are crying laughing right now. And everyone else is so confused. Um, Hi, buddy. 
No, but what was really a bummer was it was a zero, like, I think it's a 0% chance of rain, and it just yeah. happened to fucking rain. Yeah, it just was, like, three annoying, like, 10-minute, that was just enough to fuck everything up. Right you know? as right as we got all the beach balls blown up, there was three. Um, the like, place was fucking jam-packed before it rained, too. Like, we yeah. were going to have some fucking fun with those beach oh, balls, yeah. and then it rained, and, like, half the people came back. Yeah. <laughs> dirt, dirt racing, though, or Volusia in general, or whoever was in charge of that particular program, though, was on point. Other than the whole fucking delay and rain and all that shit, because like the fact that it was put on by Flow Racing, they had the um, they're not Flow Racing, Dirt, it was Vision. Dirt Vision. You get it? Yeah, they got um, video boards. They got the video they, boards. They they make a show out of it. Dirt Racing absolutely kicks the shit out of asphalt racing, and there's no reason why. It's the it's the production. It's a thousand percent. They make a show out of it. Yeah, which is stuff that we talk about all the time. You know that. If you are a promoter, an owner, whatever, you are in the entertainment business. And by having those big-ass fucking, you know, screens there and, um, you know, having pit road reporters for a local short, like, people love that shit. And I'm sure we're going to get roasted and be like, oh, my God, you have no idea what goes into it. You don't know how expensive it is. Shut the fuck up. I'm just telling you yeah, right I'm, now I, what I, people want to say. I'm sure it costs money, but I don't know. I mean, even, like, just the way I look, like, we, we, we go wander through the midway. You know, there's food trucks. Like, oh, it looks, yeah. It's a carnival. It looks like a carnival. Then their guys got their own merch trailers, we, which, we like, I get th- that. Like, I, I can't afford to buy $10,000 worth of merch and hire three of my friends in a trailer to go sell merch. But, like, we, we, we asphalt raced, can be so much cooler. We've if, raced RC cars in the fucking concourse area. Yeah. Like, it's make a show out of it. It's a production, and that's all it is. And, and Volusia, hats off to them, and... You know, whoever else is involved with that, whether it be dirt car or whatever, but yeah, they, world, pretty much yeah. all world racing group. Yeah. But uh, it, it's it's a fucking time. It was a show, and and dirt mm-hmm. car, dirt car racers and their fans are they're hardcore too. Like, which you, is why I think nobody got pissy about the beach balls. I'm yeah. sure if we'd have brought beach balls to New Smyrna, might have been a different story. Well, there there was that one night for the the mod race. The was it the NASCAR race? The NASCAR mod race. It was fucking packed. Could not oh, yeah. fucking sell anymore. Tickets. They were literally turning people away at the front gate because there were so many goddamn people there, which that was cool to see, um, especially at like New Smyrna and you know asphalt tracks and stuff, stuff like that. Where, like you said, it's been a little bit different than the dirt car world lately, and that that was that was awesome. That place was fucking packed that night. The only downfall to Tuesday night was they had just finished up the six late model heat races at about one thirty. We had all these grand plans of doing the Coyote Ugly and Grandview, and we're like. Eh, Dudes, we got like an hour ride home. It's one thirty. Might just shut her down. Yeah. And uh, we went to Waffle House and had a terrible waitress and uh, a slightly less terrible meal. And uh, that lady was home. so mad. We, it's like we were she... inconveniencing her that but we wanted to. It's not my goddamn fault. You work at Waffle House. Yeah, get a that, different job. Yeah. Don't yell at me. Or quit. I mean, yeah. they'll pay you to not work right now. Just I wanted quit. chocolate milk. That's all I wanted. She she had blue hair, and I'm just assuming that she got laid off from GameStop when they went under, and she now has to work at Waffle House. And, you know, that's the, about the qualifications that she had. And, uh, yeah, she wasn't having our shit. I think I was being a smart ass. I don't really remember. Um, well, you but, kept trying to order uh, pancakes, and she's like, it's a Waffle House. And you're, <laughs> and you're like, yeah, pancakes. <laughs> Oh yeah, that that pissed her off for some reason. That yeah. did happen. Like it was, it was funny to the rest of us. And she was like legitimately offended. Like this is the pancake house. What would have never happened at IHOP <laughs> with our lady? Oh, the IHOP lady. Uh, what night was that? I think that was Wednesday. That was Wednesday. That night. was Wednesday. Um, uh, for sure, was just having a time being an absolute dick to us, and we were being a dick back, and she was loving it, and we were loving it, and uh, I drank four Oreo uh, milkshakes that night. I think I figured out where the ten pounds came from. 
Uh, yeah. The, wh- what do we What do we do for? Oh, so we went to New Smyrna on Wednesday. Yeah. So New Smyrna was we went to Norwoods for lunch, then Beachside, then um, the races. Obviously, Wednesday night. What went on Wednesday night? Uh, I think it was seventy six lap tour mods. Matt Hirschman won. Another news waters wet. Matt Hirschman uh, won like every race. Did he not? Four out of six. Yeah. Uh, Derek won the super late models that night. That was cool. We were funneling beers. We met that that nice fellow behind us. We literally sit down. This section of grandstands had might might have had fifteen people in it. We bring fifteen more. <laughs> I look at this guy. I was like, "This is the party section now. Are you cool with that?" And he's like, "Oh fuck yeah, I am." <laughs> we bust out the funnel. That dude funneled. Another random dude come over and funneled. We were like, "That was we were going for it that night." I think I took the record that night for the. Yeah, the- you had the best. I think you had quick time. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, and and so like, and I'm not like big on chugging beer, so like I would take like a couple sips out, pour my beer in. Charlie just freshly cracked one and beat all of like mopped the field. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it was, uh, it was an absolute event. And, uh, unfortunately the, <laughs> by the time the tour mods actually rolled down to the race, well, not, no, not actually, not actually when the tour mods rolled down onto the racetrack, by the time that they got to announcing Mike Jr.'s fucking name, starting like 19th or 17th or something. Driving car <laughs> number 17 out of, I assume, Plainville, Connecticut. This driver <laughs> finished third in the Tommy Baldwin number seven in the NASCAR 200 just several days ago in car number 17. This Plainville, Connecticut driver <laughs> is a fixture at the Stafford Motor Speedway in the SK Modifieds out of Plainville, <laughs> Connecticut. <laughs> In car number 17, Mike Christopher Jr. In the 17 out of Plainville, Connecticut. (laughs) Now imagine that 35 fucking times because there was 35 cars on the racetrack after a 20-minute memoriam of every human who's ever died in the history of Earth. Am I wrong? We're we're all for... Memorial, ra- mem- holy fuck, you get it. Memorial. And I don't even think we were complaining uh, this night. No. It was Friday night when it really got bad that we started complaining. But that's like, I love Ben Dodge. It was... Absolute great announcer. Knows a ton about the sport. Ben but... Dodge is one of the top-notch announcers. Absolutely. Once they Absolutely. take the green, for sure. But my <laughs> loving Christ, you know, when you're boozing up and you're hanging out with your buddies, you don't really notice it. But I guess the first night was 35 minutes. And the second night was almost an hour of be- introductions be- between the time the cars rolled onto the track to when they fired up. Well, what, was it what was it this night where we were there at seven thirty, and there was four races on tap? That was Friday. Was it Friday? Yeah. Okay, but anyway, Friday night. But don't to skip ahead. But I'm going to skip ahead for like five seconds. Friday night, we got there at seven thirty when the program started. 100-lap pro late model, 100-lap tour type, 25-lap pro trucks. That was it. We left at 11.15, and they had only done 200-lap races. That was fucking asinine. A little bit painful. But anyway, back to Wednesday. (laughs) No, Plainville. (laughs) Out of Plainville. (laughs) Yeah. Driving car number 17. By the time time that he actually got done announcing, it was like I poured a Corona... Into the into the funnel itself, and I was gonna do uh, one for Junior because on we we are becoming bigger Mike Junior fans by the day. Oh, he's a, a good kid. Good kid. But, uh, Saturday night, I think it was actually. I don't know. 
I don't know where the video was posted. It was definitely on my private story for all 50 people that are on that. Um, the video of magic shoe, tra- tragic shoes, sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> scooping the ice and fucking downing, uh, whatever he was drinking, a whiskey sour, wiggy sour, wed, um, for, for junior. Wed. And he just goes for junior pans the camera to Mike junior. And he's like, I'm junior. <laughs> well, that was the funniest video I think of the, of the week. And that was night one. But, uh, so I was like, Oh, I'm going to funnel a beer for junior. And, uh, so I have the Corona like f- in the funnel waiting for it, waiting, waiting to funnel it. I feel like that's a tough one to chug. And that it, it, it really wasn't. It, it was more or less that it was sitting in there it for got warm three warm. fucking minutes <laughs> because I was like, when is he going to say his fucking name? I want to get that on video. So then by the time it got there, like Bob goes to hand me the hose and I just went to go fucking chug it. And it's like went straight up my nose. The first <laughs> sip went down the back of my throat. It was just a whole it was a mess. I'm just happy that I, I like f- completed the task. Uh, I'm covered in Corona or not. Um, and, uh, I got my, we were all decked out in our Derek Griffith gear. I had to, uh, remove that t-shirt that ended up being soaked. I needed something to wipe my face off with probably, uh, probably good for our, uh, our, our good buddy, uh, Ryan priest who showed up wearing Derek Griffith apparel and sat, uh, in yep. the section next to us. Yep. And, uh, he brought with him, uh, a winning and third place spotter in this past Sunday's Daytona 500. So naturally we see all of them and I yell all of their names and ask them if they want to funnel. They all said no. Uh, checkbook said no. <laughs> checkbook said uh, no. Come to find out, uh, Doug Campbell, Joey Campbell, they didn't need our beers because they don't remember being at New Smyrna <laughs> that <laughs> night, apparently. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, yeah, love yeah. that. I fully remember being there, uh, able to sober up when Ben Dodge announces uh, the starting lineup, and there's just not nearly enough beer on the planet to uh, keep it, keep that going Ooh. for that long. But <laughs> That's a that's a that's like a five-beer introduction, I feel. Yeah. 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 That there was, was uh that was tough. What, um, what, so that was so that, that was, was Wednesday. Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, we and still have like seven more days. And to we go went through. to what? What did we do on Wednesday night? Was I, that Grand we just View? went to Grandview? Oh, Grand and uh, we saw a good friend of ours who we probably won't disclose his name had put in an entire twelve-hour shift at Grandview that day. And uh, oh right, shout yeah. out to Spencer and Hannah for getting him home. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, not only a twelve-hour shift at Grandview it was uh, nice enough to uh, put in a, an hour-long shift at IHOP afterwards. Right, uh, that was when uh, I brought a full Corona light into <laughs> IHOP, and she's like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" <laughs> I I called it early this night, did I not? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I called it in early that night. <clears throat> yeah. So she's like, at least fucking hide it under the table. I was like, okay. I'm not. I'm not being, like, I'm not kidding at all. When I say the stripper, like, gave us tips of how to nurse our friend back to health. Sprite and Lay's potato chips. And we go to the bar, order a Sprite and Lay's potato chips, which they don't have Sprite, I guess. They, I don't think that we got them Sprite. I think we got them water and Lay's potato chips. Soda water, probably. <laughs> um, yeah, so we ended up... Yeah, it was it was wild, though. Um, I think that was the night I spent $60 on back rubs at the strip club. Yeah, and, uh, I believe that was the case. Which, uh, I'm not a big strip club guy. I love going to Grandview because they don't... It's not like your prototypical strip club where they... It's a bar, basically. Yeah, it's just a yeah. bar. They they play loud music. You hang out. You can play pool. Everyone's all the while, racers are there. Every once in a while, you catch a spare tit, you know? It's, and all you got to awesome. do, like, after I got the first one, like, all you had to do was just look over. Like, they're like taxis in New York City. You just look over at the wall, and you catch one's eye, and they come over to you. It's like, oh, this is perfect. So I first girl, like, how much for a back rub? $20. Okay. And if we're going to pay $20 for a stripper's attention during a song, would much rather do it on a back rub. So like 10, 20 minutes goes by. I was like, eh, fuck, I'm going to do that again. 
find another one. That one was even better. I'm like, all right, I'm going to do this one more time. Starting to get a little brown hat at this point. Find this third one. Girl's name was Bridget, wearing all white lace. I was already like, I like white race cars. And uh, she tells me that she went to school to be a masseuse and was has dreams of uh, opening her own massage parlor. And that was by far the best $20 I've ever spent in a strip club in my life. Yeah. Back rubs seem like they're a lot cheaper than the front rubs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I almost came from the back rub the last time, too. That's how good it was. Oh, Jesus. Uh, I, I, I'm apparently I'm spending money at the wrong place at the strip club because I have just I didn't spend not one money or not one money. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Not one uh, dollar on uh, strippers. I spent all my money over at the uh, at the bar. Yeah, and, a lot uh, of Wiggy Sours, a lot of Corona Lights this week. Yeah, I had I I had a lot of vodka Red Bulls too. It's, it, and that was actually that was that was more towards the uh, after you guys left portion of the trip where uh, I was running on fumes. Uh, but yeah, Wednesday night Wednesday night I ended up going uh, to uh, to Grandview and then to IHOP and then uh, rolled it into Thursday where, where was that mini golf? No, Thursday was it was finally starting to get real warm and you, me, Margaret and Borges and Rachel, I think, beached it, which they all just sat there on their phones while you and I played football. Oh, my God. That was when we played football and baseball for, like, two hours. Yeah. 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 That, uh, that, well, I was very sore from that. Actually, I'm very sore right oh, now. Oh, we forgot about Wednesday. Did we go to the, we went to the flea market Wednesday, right? Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Our was thought, that Wednesday? Yeah, because yeah, we tried to beach it, and it was windy as fuck and cloudy. I slept in. No, you and, slept in on Thursday's beach trip. Because yeah. Borges left the left you guys there without a vehicle. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wednesday we went over to the flea market where we all spent an egregious amount. Of, well, I don't know that Bobby did, but oh, I still um, managed to spend well nine dollars times two on a beer, uh, ten dollars on that Sketchball spicy beef jerky, which was fucking delicious. I oh kind of wish I'd bought more. Yeah. And then I bought a couple T-shirts. Uh, I yeah. found the sweetest fucking little. Oh, Charlie got so many toys. <laughs> And Collectibles, then, Bob. And he just... <laughs> Bob! Oh just buy it, dude. But I don't need it. I'm like, But you want it. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> next, was... next thing we know, we've got Ricky Craven, Mike McLaughlin, Kelly Moore, Haulers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fucking sick stuff. Yeah, I, I found I, a... Ke- literally, it was 1990-something, I assume. Kelly Moore, Tic Tac number 47, black and green hauler with the car on the side. With Tic Tacs. Fresh Tic Tacs right in the box. Probably not fresh. But. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know how yeah, fresh those are. That was fucking cool. Those are about 25 years old. But. 1992 uh, New Hampshire International Speedway, double header weekend hauler with a modified and a bush car on the side. That was fucking cool. Uh, all sorts of relics, though. Mike McLaughlin, a wild everywhere. Yeah, I I was not gonna buy. I I basically said I was not gonna buy anything in that flea market unless I found a autographed Carson Hosevar truck for fifty dollars or less. Um, didn't find that, but I did end up finding a Chase Elliott Snowball Derby car that I bought, and then I was like, I'm not. I don't need. I don't need anything here. Ended up buying like four T-shirts, an ice cream, <laughs> a hot, goddamn hot dog, yeah, a Brad, Bud Light. Brad got the most white trash flea market <laughs> meal ever: a Bud Light, a hot dog, and an ice cream cone. <laughs> that place uh, was so gross. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> I ended up swindling some dude on a Chip Ganassi like quarter zip that looked fucking sick. That for sure had like stains on the side of it. I think because you know, it's in the washer. We'll see how it yeah, comes he out. He basically but, went to Chip Ganassi and bought all their apparel that they were everything. throwing away, and still wanted. Like thirty five dollars each for these quarter zips. They were nice, but like, yeah, I swindled them down to twenty. Was like, all right, I'm gonna. I'd buy like an Izod one that says nothing on it for fucking twenty. So, um, 
copped that. And then, uh, yeah, we wanted when we wanted out back, Borges found a Magic Shoes uh, hauler. And I was like, oh, fuck, like, I'd really want one of those because I don't collect, like, haulers and shit I collect. Like, usually it's, like, a car that I went to the race or, like, I know the guy or something and, or, uh, you know, just happens to look cool. Well, I don't collect those haulers. Borges found one, and I'm like, damn, I really want that hauler. Like, for no reason other than he was just with us at the Super Bowl party, boozing with us. (laughs) (laughs) He's a super cool guy. Um, And so he's like, oh, shit, like, I really want it too. And I'm like, all right, you can have it, whatever. But being the team player that Borges is, proceeded to find about eight more. (laughs) Yeah, Borges Borges starts digging through, like, boxes and boxes, and he finds one that has the black flag on the side of it. And I'm like, yeah, that's yeah. going to be mine. You can keep the one you found, though. That, that one's gonna... huge, too, isn't yeah, it? Black like... Flag Motorsports. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, uh, that one was a bigger one. Yeah, yeah. yeah but, you know, it's... I yeah. love going to places like that, though, because you find the most random shit. And a lot of it, for me, is, like, I had those, like, toys growing up, so it's like, they just bring me back to my childhood, yeah. like... I guess it had like it had like rained the night before. Well, I guess yeah, it was Tuesday, so it had rained the night before. And these guys, they're set up outside. They're in just like makeshift tents and shit, and they've got all this stuff on just like beer pong tables, basically out in the open. Well, I guess that they didn't bring any of it inside. Go go back the next day, and it's all fucking soaked and soggy and gross. And we had gone through all those haulers and shit there, and this guy's like, "Wait a minute, I got a special box underneath here that I put all this stuff away last night." I'm like. This should be fucking good. <laughs> so this guy wheels out this fucking, I don't know, just this plastic tote full of water. <laughs> Everything in it was Everything soaked. Everything in it was fucking soaking wet and just fucking gross. And he's like, yeah, man, this is all the cool stuff that I wanted to save uh, out from the rain last night. I'm like, well, you did a fucking <laughs> terrible job. Yeah, fucking nailed it, dude. <laughs> Oh God! Yeah. So after we got done spending a whole bunch of money over there, what did we? Where did we go for lunch that day? So Wednesday. Oh, that was Wednesday. So yeah. So Wednesday's we lunch, lunch was, I think, our final. No. When? Did, what did we do for lunch on Wednesday? <laughs> I don't even remember, dude. It's was out, we, oh no! So Wednesday must have been. Was Wednesday cruising. our final? Oh yeah, we did go to cruising. Right, right, right. Yeah, because right, yeah. Tuesday when we went, when we saw Waltrip was the final Winghouse right, trip because right. we went from Winghouse to cruising. Right. Um. But yeah, I think we went to wing. I think we went to cruising because that's when we on the walk over. Charlie dropped the tile off, and the guy was like, "Yeah, it's gonna be like fucking. Oh yeah, it's gonna be like two two days at least." All right, cool. And then he called him while we were still at fucking lunch. Yeah, yeah. He's like, "I'll try to get it done by Wednesday." I'm like, "Okay, I don't, I don't really give a shit, dude." <laughs> Charlie literally walks in with this this tile, and like, I don't know how long airbrushing takes, but I assume you know. I, I, I guess I forgot that people go down there for like uh, like five days at a time. And yeah. so, like, Charlie brings in this tile, and he's like, yeah, just, you know, have fun with it. This is our logo. And, you know, he's like, when do you need it by? He's like, Charlie's like, whenever. The guy's like, oh, in my my mind, I'm like, you should probably tell him that we're leaving in, like, two Tuesdays. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, like I'm, had, pretty, I, I'm pretty worried that this I, is not going to get done in I time. I had assumed it wasn't going to take weeks to do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. I kind of thought it was going to take what it did, an hour yeah. and a half. But. Yeah, I, 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 was, I wouldn't have been shocked. He was like, all right, let me start it right now. I'm like, okay, and fucking... He's like, the he's, tile he's like panicking, this old guy. And mind you, we walk into this like airbrush t-shirt shop, and there, there's these two guys who I am sure opened the place back in 75. Yeah, they look like they should have owned a smoke shop, not a fucking airbrush yeah, shop. Yeah, long, white, gross hair. And the guy was like freaking out a little bit. He's like, oh, man, I don't I don't know about all guess, this. He's this like, is going to cost $100. And Charlie's like, yeah, dude, whatever. Yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah. Wait till you find out what I paid for it before this. <laughs> and... uh yeah, the guy's like, oh, man, I don't know. It, like, it threw him through a loop for sure. 
and the guy was just like, "Oh man, I'm I'm gonna try to get done by Wednesday for you." I'm like, I, "This was dude, I really this was on Monday because that was I remember yeah. we had Neilan's uh, Neilan's rental car." I was like, oh, "I really Jesus. don't give a shit at all." Man. We're just all like, over whatever. the fucking place. We might have already yeah. talked about that. Oh no, we yeah. didn't talk about that. No. I guess, but no, because it hadn't uh, happened yet. And it had been maybe ninety minutes, and the guy's like, "Yeah, it's all done. If you want to come pick it up." <laughs> <laughs> all I'm right. I'm still trying to think. I think we went to on Wednesday. Actually, we, we might have gone to Wing House. You might yeah, be right. I don't... Because I think that's when <clears throat> Noah came to lunch with us, not Tuesday. Well, I don't even I don't remember, know. dude. It, it was one long day. Sad. Absolutely <laughs> yeah. sad. So anyway, Thursday. Thursday was duels day. Me and Brad hit up the beach. Brad some... and I. <laughs> yep. You done fucked up, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> Brad and I went and tossed the... Uh, the skin pig around the uh, around the beach for most of the day got nice sunburns, and then we went to Land Shark for lunch. That was a bitchin' little place, literally right on the beach. Got some ice cold margaritas. Wed, uh, yeah, that that place was interesting. I was I was not in attendance for the last trip. Um, I had a prior, so we everyone else had been there, I guess, but uh, I didn't make the the trip the last time out, so I had no idea what to expect. So we walk in, I'm like, yeah, we're gonna have like eight. They're like, all right, cool. Like, you wanna sit outside? I was like, yeah, fuck yeah. And uh, they're like, all right, like, uh, I was like, we, we fit probably eight, like, push some tables together. She's like, well, you can't push the tables together outside. And I was like, oh, all right, like, whatever. Had no idea that they were, like, cemented into the ground. Yep. Um, so I'm yep. like, yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. Like, that's fine. We'll just sit a bunch of people around one table, like, whatever. And uh, for sure ended up just splitting the group in half. Yeah, and, uh, the tables were for four people. They each had their own, like, tile, like, area to sit on, but the rest of it was beach sand and... Yeah, nice, nice place though, overlooking yeah. the ocean and shit. And uh, then yeah, that was outside. that was the day that um, we decided to walk. We decided to go over to Hooters because uh, we had to go pick up our credentials. And I didn't know anything like about where the credential office was, what was going on, uh, how long it was going to take. Took Charlie and I significantly longer than it did you. Um, yeah, I, I like you guys. Um, me and Rusty, Rusty and I <laughs> went back to our Airbnb, got changed. Uh, I think I might even took a shower. Got our our rental car and buzzed over to Daytona. You know, quick ten minute drive. <clears throat> you guys the whole time were getting there, getting parked. You know, million fucking people. It seemed like I can't imagine what Sunday was like because it seemed like Thursday had a ton of people. Sunday was fucking nuts. Uh, yeah. So Brad tells me, you know, hey, you're gonna park here. You're gonna go over here. Go by the guitar center. Let's go to your credential line. Like, yeah, dude, baby. So I'm walking over and I did. I find the place that says credentials and big old line, like fucking hundred people in line. I'm like. I don't really want to stand in line. And then I see media credentials on the right. And Brad's like, it's the line on the right. I'm like, oh, yeah, we'll try it. So I walk in there, nice air-conditioned building with about eight people in there. Next line over. Next line over. Guy in front of me. Nope, you need the next line over. And I'm like, oh, fuck, of course not. I'm going to have to go outside and wait in this line. So I walk up. And she's like, yeah, uh, just let me see your scan tag. I was like, I think I'm in the right place. I don't know. She's like, well, we're going to find out. Scans my phone. Yep, you're all set. <laughs> Hands me a pass with my name on it. I'm like, that's pretty dope. Yeah. So, uh, a bit, a bit of a surreal experience, too. Seems like I now have free range of the Speedway. Put me in a car tonight. <laughs> I'll put that bitch in the show. <laughs> there there was a moment where we were, because the, the passes we got got us into, like, the garage area. Like, if I wanted to, I very well could have easily just hopped in fucking, like, Austin Dillon's car and be like, all right, guys, let's let's give her a rip. <laughs> let's see what happens. I'm going to guess they would have confiscated your well, credentials nah. like they did to the guy that jumped over the pit wall, apparently. Yeah, I don't I don't recommend that. But, uh, <laughs> no, it was, it was wild because we were, we were, like, just looking at each other at one point, too. Like, with what we shouldn't. 
we shouldn't yeah. be here. Yeah. So, but before that, we went to Hooters. Hooters was like, Hooters is right across the street from the racetrack, which is easy to say because uh, the front stretch is a mile and a half long. So there's plenty of places to cross the street from the racetrack. But they had a sweet setup, outdoor bar, cornhole, music playing, like place was bumping. Didn't even really go to Hooters for the fact that it was Hooters. Just went there because they had a bar outside. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they they caused enough of a scene to catch our attention, and we're like, oh, beer. Nothing draws a party like a party. Exactly. Yeah, we uh, that, was, that was a fun time. We were a couple minutes late on uh, getting into the cornhole game, or I probably would have won some tickets to the 500. It would have been super cool. Yeah, not a – that was, like, good car count, terrible talent in that cornhole game. Like, the two dudes that won the 500 tickets, it might have taken them an hour to finish that last game. Like, it was rough. Those guys weren't even hitting the boards. Yeah, yeah. I was I was really upset uh, getting over there. I couldn't even watch the finals. I was just uh, gritting my teeth. I uh, didn't want to end up with uh, any any dental damage after seeing how bad they were and how uh, you know cornhole's the only thing I'm good at in life. But um, yeah, we we wandered over to the speedway and we ended up going to the uh, the, the midway where Charlie interviewed uh, Ricky Bobby and Cal Naughton. Uh, unbelievable, that they were there. That was super cool. Um, didn't expect to see them and. Um, you know, so <laughs> those guys have apparently been at it for a while because Max Dolliver shared something on Facebook the other day, like an on this day memory from like seven years ago, and those two dudes look exactly the same. Yeah. What's, what's wild though is that they they have the balls to put wear that shit and walk around and meander. Could not have had any had any less of a personality between the no. two of them. No, acted like they were kind of bothered that we <laughs> wanted to interview them, and yeah. I wish that. So the way that the setup is is like. The microphone and the lapels hook onto the phone with the Bluetooth connected magic things. I don't know technology. I think that's actually the proper term for it. So Borges had control of that, and I was standing behind him. And the guy's like, "We need to go find some shade. We need to go find some shade." But we were far enough back that they didn't hear me. And Borges <laughs> is like, "Why do they need shade?" I'm like, "Because Borges, they're two fucking losers wearing a fire suit in 90 degree weather. Of course, we need some shade." Yeah. And I was really hoping that that got picked up on the video, <laughs> but it didn't. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. That, those guys were fucking something else for sure. Yeah. Wait, um, tough look. Wandered over to the fan <laughs> yeah. zone. Wandered in. Wandered into the infield and. uh for sure, just wandered right into the garage area. That was probably the most surreal moment. Was just like walking through and just flashing a pass. The guys like, "You're good." I'm like, am I really? Are you <laughs> it's like, sure? It's like when you get pulled over and the cop doesn't give you a ticket, and you're like, "The you, problem with that really? is, is sure. we just started getting braver and braver and braver, and that's how we ended up jumping the rope and ended up on pit road. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> so we we wander through the pit area and shit, and. You know, we're we're just we're kind of we're trying to find Noah because he basically basically told us to come down and find him. Well, we couldn't find him because we only went on one side of the garage strip. We didn't realize his car was completely on the other side. Um, that's kind of on us for not knowing what the fuck we were doing. But um, so we went down one strip of the garage, and I was like, that that can't be all the cars. They're probably down on the other side. So we walked down the same strip of garage. Walked like across down behind pit road, and then we were like, "Fuck!" Well, I guess we can just stop here because drivers started getting out of their golf carts to go to driver intros, and you know, like, no, we'll probably show up over here, and um, you know, all of the guys moseying on by. I think you said for the first time in your life you were fucking like, yeah, I was starstruck. starstruck. Like it, it, you know, they're just dudes who drive race cars, and I know that, and I've been the first one to toot that horn, but I think it was just like the lights, the cameras, the atmosphere, like. You see Kevin Harvick in his fire suit with his wife and his kids, and you see Brad Keselowski in his fire suit and his wife and his kids. And it's like, oh yeah, shit. Usually, usually you see the same things, but you're sitting on your couch and it's on TV, right? And it was it, right. it was wild too because we were it was the middle portion of pit road, so like the the opening where they you basically can drive underneath the Rolex deal there, and 
kind of like Bobby was saying, it was just one of those moments where you're like, holy, holy fuck, like we're actually Which, and it here. was only, it was only those two. Like Harvick was my first, like my first guy, you know, I was, I was eight years old when Dale Earnhardt died. Never really was like a Dale Earnhardt fan. I was too young, but like Harvick was the new guy. He wants, he was like my guy. And then I got a little older and realized he's kind of a cunthead. <laughs> so like Kyle Busch was my guy and Brad Keselowski. And as I started to really get old and understand racing, I, I had a respect for Keselowski because I think he's really smart. And then after watching him in the 500 someday, <laughs> um, but so it was like those two guys. I'm like, holy fuck! Like those are those are the guys. You know? Like when Blaney, that's walked, the guy. When Blaney walked by, Chase Elliott, Bubba. It's like, yeah, I mean, that's cool. But man, fucking whatever. Yeah, I I was obviously well, not obviously. I guess it's been documented. I was a Jeff Gordon fan. I uh, didn't see Jeff, but uh, the new generation. I guess I've been trying to pick who the fuck I'm going to cheer for. I I can't get like diehard into someone, so it's I so just kind of cheer to for... root for someone who is our age or younger. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't a know. A lot of them haven't done anything yet either, though. Like and that's it, that's why. Like I, uh, we talked about how we went to the fan zone earlier. I I caved, and I'm like usually I I was wearing a Noah Gragson t-shirt Thursday, and I put my sweatshirt on just because I couldn't handle it anymore. Like I hated the fact that I looked like your prototypical fan. It bugged yeah. the fuck out of me, <laughs> which is a very big character flaw on my behalf. But I did end up buying an Alex Bowman t-shirt. A because it's sick, and B I think I think he's my guy now. You like an Al Bowman? He's an open wheel guy. He's got pavement midgets, dirt spring cars. You know, and, is, and, and like, is it very much? Am I alone in this? Where like, I didn't like Kyle Busch when he drove for Hendrick, but I liked him when he drove for Gibbs because the car looked cool. Yeah, like, and that's kind of where I'm at with Bowman. Like, I like the white, the pink, the purple, the turquoise. Like, I, I mean, that's. I think that car does look sick. That's yeah. the same with anything. Though, but, like, a lot of people were Gordon fans because of that. Right. A lot of people were yeah. Earnhardt fans because of you know the black number three. That's yeah, just what like they the like. The paint scheme just is like that car looks good, so I guess I'll cheer for it. Yeah, I get that. I get that. I don't know. I I I'm, I bounce between Chase Elliott and, and uh, Ryan Blaney. My problem. I, I really want to be a Ryan Blaney fan because he seems like he's cool as hell. Uh, and uh, he was nice enough to stop and take a picture with you. Yeah, I, and I we got to the point where there's people like standing there and like. I was I I very easily could have got Chase Elliott's autograph if I didn't if I noticed that he was coming first off and I didn't fumble fuck everything in my bag I had nothing to get signed other than like a Black Flag <laughs> podcast sticker and it wasn't gonna be for me anyways but uh, I was <laughs> I, I, all my shit was just thrown in the bag mics fucking you know like road mic like everything that we brought basically was just toppled on top of each other and Chase didn't really seem interested in stopping to begin with um, no that one dude stopped him and you could tell he just wanted to just crawl in a hole yeah like, with the diecast. Yeah, yeah. That same he had. The, there was the same dude that had the helmet, the like 1985 yeah, yeah, yeah. helmet that he had, like you know, a zillion signatures on it. It was it was kind of comical. I'm never gonna get anyone's autograph ever, never, 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 ever, ever. I'm never gonna ask for an autograph. But I, I I would enjoy like a like a good handshake or a good conversation. But that's beside the point. This dude stopped Eric Almarola, stopped I think Brad Harvick. or Harvick and Chase Elliott, and all three of them couldn't have looked any less enthused <laughs> yeah. to stop and sign this guy's shit. Like they obviously do it. And, and I get why it's frustrating. Like a grown ass man, you're signing an autograph for, but it was very comical to watch them all just roll their eyes and be like, oh, yeah, uh-huh. it, it's weird for me at this point. Like when I was up until probably like 21 or 22, like I collect autographs, like the whole fucking basement is full of autographs. Um, but I, 
like when I lived in Pittsburgh before, I, this is before I was 21, I used to go to like the hotels and meet the opposing players. Yeah, and that's it was a, cool. it's cool when you're younger, but we're almost 30 years old. Yeah, <laughs> when I, I got like to 22, 23, and now I'm like, fuck, like I bought the Chase Elliott diecast at the flea market, and I was like, I'm not bringing that in to get signed. And then that's when you were like, I would like, a, you know, a handshake, just a fist bump, like, hey, good luck, man, like that'd be cool. And then that's when like, you know, Harvick had already gone, Kozlowski had already gone, Kyle Busch went, like a bunch of people, whoever walked by, uh, Chase Elliott went, if I didn't just say his name, and then Blaney was coming, and I'm like, I like Ryan Blaney, like I would just like a picture with him, and I have like numerous pictures with him, but they all are with other people, and I'm like, I'm just gonna fucking stop and get a picture, like just whatever, and so now I have a picture with Blaney on my phone that exists that I will never post because I don't want to be that guy. But, um, well, I, I mean, post on like Instagram. So like, you posted it twice on Facebook. <laughs> Tinder profile pic. I'm I mean, not the one in the fire suit. That's, no, well, that's, that's kind of what I meant was I'm not going to like, I, I felt weird sharing it. I think I was, I think I, that was a drunk post on my behalf on the Facebook deal but like that's usually fine. when i get a like good picture of myself i'm like i had Instagram, no shame in sharing twitter the with noah that we had oh yeah no, well no i mean noah noah's actually like a friend blaney i do, wouldn't know him if he i wouldn't he wouldn't know me if i you get it so you're not saying he went home he's like oh i got my picture taken with brad Foss here <laughs> he very well might have actually um i, I was I was did I did, I didn't post that on Instagram did I were you uh, wearing wait Facebook. were you wearing that bucket hat no 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 we when, <laughs> we, dressed, we, dressed say, with, we dressed with respect no, I was gonna say the last two times that he would have gotten a picture with Blaney would have been in a bucket hat because the last time was oh at, my god was at New Hampshire dude I look like I was fucking like a lesbian farmer <laughs> it was unbelievable because <laughs> yeah, you guys did that track walk deal with him yeah right? yeah and I and I got burnt to fuck and I'm like I'm gonna buy something Blaney to have him sign. And it was it, like Loudon is just notorious for just absolutely roasting your skin. Sitting yeah, the hottest day of the year every year is whenever the NASCAR Cup Series is at New Hampshire. Yeah. Speedway. So, the, so this is like Saturday. Saturday night he's doing like a track walk fucking deal. And so we were like, oh, I was like, let's go. Well, we, we should go meet Blaney. And so I see this bucket hat and I'm like, that would probably do me good today. Well, now I'm having Blaney sign a bucket hat that's fucking covered in sweat. And like, I'm like, all right, never like whatever. So I was just wearing that bucket hat around for the rest of the weekend. And I don't bucket hat except for right now it looks good on you I, yeah I, I mean i look like less of a farmer when it's not black and yellow um <laughs> this i don't know it's just it was thursday was fun it was it was surreal and like you said we so we go to driver intros we see noah gonna announce whatever and we're we're all like fuck like we want to get a picture with noah in the car and uh so i have already i had been to the 500 twice before uh once i had passes like this to get down in the infield just fan zone passes but um, so I was down in the infield watching driver intros before. Well, I realized that all the drivers, they go from the driver intro stage to the trucks. They drive around the tri-oval backwards. And then the trucks just, you know, loop back around and drop them off at the end of pit road. So I'm standing there like, I see Noah get announced, gets up in the truck. And I'm like, fuck, well, if we want to get a picture, we got to go down to the end of pit road because that's not only where his car is, that's where he's going to get dropped off. So we get all the way down there and we have our VIP passes, obviously prominently shown, very proud of ourselves. And... Mine, the, uh, mine was in my pocket. <laughs> yeah. Well, this lady, I'm like, hey, I see like a couple people go over the rope. And I'm like, hey, can I like use this to get over the rope? And the lady's like, no, you can't. Like you have to go down to the other end. And I was like, well, can I, can this get me in there? And she's like, I think so. I'm like, all right, cool. Well, the end of the rope is pretty fucking far down there. And I don't really want to walk. Noah's just about to get out of the truck, whatever. So just at that time, three or four people from, or I don't know, I assume they're from the money team. They all had the t-shirts on, step over the rope right next to me who is right next to the lady and i watch it happen and they just have the same passes as us well i just like pointed over and i'm like 
so am I good now? And she's like, yeah, whatever. I'm like, all right, cool. And you're like, yeah, we're with him. Jump the rope. Yeah, and then Bobby. Yeah, well, well, Bobby and Charlie are like three people down now at this point. And so I'm like, oh, they're with me. And then like waved you guys on and you jumped the rope. And then this guy comes up to me and goes, hey, where's your hard card? And I was like, oh, no, I'm with him. And Noah walks up and he goes, hey, what's up, man? Fist bumps me. Fist bumps you too. And then we, we start walk walking. <laughs> yeah, we start, we walk off into the sunset. He's like, hey, I got to take a piss. I'll be right back. Like, all right, cool. So we go to his pit stall. We're just standing next to the car, next We're to Waltrip, next to Kim Coon. Yeah, standing in between uh, Bob Pockris and Michael Waltrip at Noah's car. <laughs> yeah, like we belong. <laughs> what, like we were pushing the camera out of the way. Like, bitch, get out of here. Like, yeah, like we, like we belong there whatsoever. So I'm kind of just like... Uh, like hide your VIP pass, I guess, because like we don't belong here and hard cards are smaller than fucking the VIP passes. So I'm like, I like stuffed it down in my pocket or inside my jacket or whatever. And Noah comes back. Well, Kim Coon and Michael Waltrip are standing there waiting to do an interview. There's cameras everywhere. One thing I didn't realize was how much fucking chaos goes Uh, on on pit road. Like, holy shit. And that was the duels. This was a heat race. Yeah. Yeah. It was nuts. So there's there's numerous camera people. Yeah, Jamie Little was standing around just yeah. by herself, just standing there with a clipboard and microphone. I'm like, well, you're also six two. Nice. They they were all very tall lady. They were all in Noah's like around around his car. They were getting ready to interview him. And some someone goes to Waltrip and they're like, hey, we got like a couple more like a couple minutes or whatever. And you know, Kim Coon's queued up, ready to go. The lights are on, whatever. And so Noah waves us in for a picture. And I'm like, Did fuck, even- like touch on that we interviewed michael waltrip tuesday i mean i'm sure most people listening knew that already but i don't think that we I don't did. think we, I think did. we just breezed right <laughs> by, by that anyways yeah so we'll, we'll get back to that after thursday night i guess but we 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 get a picture we we go to get a picture with Noah. ryan borges takes my phone goes to step around the camera ryan was appointed media guy yeah and he goes to step around the cameraman to take the picture and we have like there's a lot of chaos going on, and I we have don't. like seconds. No, we have, like, Noah, we have Noah had taken taken a couple of the pictures with some other people that were probably way more important than us. And then, like I said, you got Michael Waltrip standing there, like could tell he's getting ready to do something. Noah waved us in, and as I was walking past the people to get to the the car, Kim Coon looked down at my pass and just looked back up at me, and I was just like, "Sup." <laughs> walked over to the car and she for sure was just like who the fuck is this kid this kid does not belong here but uh i go over stand next to noah we're literally smiling like posed up waiting for a picture and i Bordis has the phone pointed at the which, ground which, which way do you want me to take it yeah i'm like what the fuck <laughs> noah's he, like he panicked i'm like i'm like i'm like take bit. the picture He's like, well, I'm just trying to get around the camera. I'm like, take the fucking picture, dude. Like, we have seconds, like split <laughs> seconds. And so <laughs> Noah goes, hey, big dog, give give the girl the camera right there and jump into the picture. He takes the pictures, <laughs> gets out of the way. Best picture he's taken all, all week. Incredible <laughs> picture. They, they, start, they, start, picture. <laughs> they start interviewing. Dude, Noah called Borges big dog 18 times <laughs> this weekend, and it, it, it's my favorite thing. Like, <laughs> We get to dinner on Sunday night, and he just goes, big dog, you can't tell the difference between a house salad and a Caesar? Because the lady goes, who has the Caesar salad? And Borges is like, oh, that was me. All right, puts it down in front of him. <laughs> and so I'm the only one that hasn't got their food. They sit it down in front of him. Noah's sitting next to Charlie, sitting next to Borges. And, and I'm like, all right, well, that clearly is not your salad, so let's switch salads. And he just looks at Borges and goes, big dog, you can't tell the difference between a Caesar and a house salad. <laughs> and I just started pissing my pants, dude. Facts with Ryan Borges. <laughs> Facts by Ryan Borges. He has some incredible just out-of-left-field statements that all started back here, where we're sitting right now for the BFP Christmas party. <clears throat> we're waiting for, I don't know, 
nothing, I guess. We're just sitting here boozing, and Man in the Arena is playing on one of the TVs. <laughs> and the sound's not even on. No one's really watching it. It's just on. Dead silent. <laughs> and Ryan goes, man, it must suck to be Drew Bledsoe. <laughs> and that's where Facts with Ryan Borges was born. And Brad started, after I left on Saturday, Brad started yeah, sending... say you were getting updates, weren't you? Brad started sending them to me. I had been gone for 10 minutes. I was 10 <laughs> minutes on my way to Orlando Airport, and Brad's like, Borges update number one. And I'm like, keep sending me these. Don't stop. <laughs> I wish we had wrote down half of half of them from the week because there was just so much out in left field statements. <laughs> I love that kid. I really do. <laughs> yeah. He, he's such an idiot, but he's our idiot. <laughs> 11 days was uh, a lot, but like he, yeah, he can for sure stay. Yeah. Uh, th- but yeah, Thursday we... Hey, have... I'm not autistic. I'm Austin Syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> I think that... <laughs> That was Borders Update, wasn't number one, wasn't it? I can't believe we ended racism from a song about cotton. (laughs) I'm sick of being the bitch. I want to be an alpha. (laughs) Every once in a while, I think I want to try coleslaw, thinking it'll. Or I'm sorry, I I butchered this one. Every once and again, so fucking funny. I forgot about that. Every once in a while, I try coleslaw again, thinking it may be good, and it never is. Those were just the dude, <laughs> and then the big dog salad one were just the six that I got after I left. Oh, I forgot! Um, I forgot about this one. <laughs> so we're, we're sitting at lunch at fucking where? Where Caribbean are we? Jacks? Caribbean Jacks or whatever? And fucking, we love you, Borges. We're talking about <laughs> we're talking about how somehow, some way, I don't know who had this on their bingo card, but they for sure got bingo. But Charlie and I dancing with Natalie Decker Sunday night. Um, we get to lunch the next day. This is now yesterday. And Bordis is just like, yeah, her boyfriend seems kind of like a wet blanket. I walked up to him and he was peeling his Bud Light label off. And I was like, hey, man, sometimes I do that, too. (laughs) (laughs) Max literally drops his fork and just starts dying laughing. And just goes, what the fuck do you mean sometimes you do that, (laughs) What are you talking about? Oh my god! Oh, uh, yeah, I love that kid. Right. I want a camera on him at all times, just straight to YouTube. It, it is hysterical. The next not, time not we to, take him on a trip, I'm gonna write down everything. Not to be lost in the shuffle either. Max McLaughlin hung out with us like every day that we were there. Hilarious human. Oh my god! Like, to, and I didn't even think that he like. <clears throat> I didn't even think he knew who I was yet, because he just kind of gives off that vibe. Like he knows everybody, but doesn't know anybody at all. And we were at Grandview Friday night, um, and I'm standing at the bar, and I he like he's in a big crowd of people, some very important people, and he like I walk by and he's like mid conversation with Donnie Shots yes. of the World of Outlaws Sprint Car fame, Donnie Shots, and interrupts that conversation to yell at me. I was yeah, like, oh, yeah. all right, cool. Max McGoffin knows who I am. Yeah, uh, the still hasn't added me I, back on Snapchat for sure. <laughs> Not mad about it, just disappointed. For sure, have the. Uh, the cotton eye Joe note noted in my yeah, idea. We yeah, should probably elaborate was, on that. Yeah, that was Sam yeah. and some yep. big so, fella at the so bar. So Thursday night after the duels, what's good? We're right, right back on our timeline here. Thursday night after the duels, um, that was like the only races in Florida that ended at a reasonable hour. We, uh, we wanted to do coyote ugly all week. I had never been there. I guess you guys went last year. I had no. never been. So underrated. Like I was like, that's fucking coyote. ugly. Like, no, that place was, that was probably Thursday. Thursday night was probably the most fun I had all week. Um, we go to Coyote Ugly. This place was awesome. Like good time, Packed. good vibes. A lot of racing people. Met Brett Griffin there. 
Um, met up with Joey Campbell, third place spotter, spots for Chase Briscoe. Um, so there was a couple of black guys at the bar. One of them had like a Rev Racing shirt, or he did something. I don't know yeah. if he was a pit crew member or something, but you could tell he was involved in racing. Cool as shit. And um, figured like they didn't want to deal with any of the bullshit we had. We're loud. We're yelling. We pulled up a barrel to put in the middle of our group because we had a gaggle like normal and needed a place to put our drinks. And the Cotton Eye Joe comes on and Sam, Blaze, Austin, Steve, Stone Cold, whatever his name was. <laughs> Sam, Anthony. Sam Lincoln. Eight. And one of these black guys are arm in arm dancing, doing the Cotton Eye <laughs> Joe together. And it was just a perfect moment of harmony. Yeah. We all which took is, videos Which is of where it. the comment from Borges came. So we were all high-fiving and laughing, and that dude was wicked nice. And where are y'all from? And, you know, did the typical thing. And then Borges, like, three days later, I can't believe we ended us we ended racism with a song about cotton. <laughs> it's like, well, uh, you just brought it back, dude. Yeah. That, that. <laughs> No, that, that was that was probably my favorite moment of Thursday night because I remember very vividly looking in the opposite direction, hearing the song, dancing. Like, we we had a big group at this point. Uh, we might as well have been Texas Roadhouse waitresses at this point. Yeah. We were all oh, line yeah. dancing. We're oh bounce slamming off each other, knocking drinks over. <laughs> yeah. Just being degenerates. I don't even – wow, I don't really remember who was there on – so it was. Oh, I, I think. It, I think we had the whole team. I think I we had think, a full roster. I think, I think after everybody was there. Yeah. I think after I saw. Oh, I definitely browned out that night. After I saw Brandon McReynolds, I for sure like. I looked at my hands, and I every time I had a full wiggy sour, in both hands. Like and like it was just I kept drinking them, but they I kept having them, and like people would buy me more, and I'm like, oh shit! So I'm like adding ones like adding some of one to another to make it full and then buying another one like it was that was an aggressive night uh well actually they were all pretty aggressive nights but yeah i just i'm looking the other way and i turn around and fucking sam is down on the ground with this dude like just arm and arm, yeah, arm, and arm like yeah just oh, having a, a country bumpkin hoedown with yeah. this dude <laughs> that that was uh yeah that was that was hysterical and uh then i think that we uh we went to Grandview, we went to Grandview after. after that. Yeah, so that, that was and Thursday. That was the yeah, that was the night that we ran into Donnie Shots. Yeah, them Donnie Shots, Kyle Strickler, Scott Bloomquist. Um. Kyle Strick. So we Monday night I think was our first Grandview night, and we ended up you know going out and seeing Kyle Strickler. You know at, at some point during the night, and uh, I, I was like Max, like you know I'd like to meet Kyle Strickler. The high, the high side tickler. There's no one, because like, I don't know dirt guys, right? So we were at the same establishments last year with Noah, and Noah's talking about Kyle Strickler. I'm like, is he here? And he's like, yeah, he's like over there somewhere. I'm like, oh, cool, he fucking might be. And, you know, Noah was over there signing autographs, whatever he does, and so I never got to be formally introduced, whatever. So introduces me to him. We're, like, best friends for the rest of the night. We go in there, like, two nights later. I have no, I'm like, he's never going to remember who the fuck. There's no way. And, uh... So I walk in, and from, like, the other side, he's like, hey, what's going on? And I walk over, dap him up, give him a hug. And uh, that was that was Thursday night. I'm like, we're going to come in here on Saturday or whatever, and I'm going to ask him if he knows my name because I would bet my I'd bet everything in my savings account. He doesn't know my name, but every time we went in there, we were, like, like good friends, dapping each other up. Um, but at one point Thursday night, we're standing there trying to order a drink at the back bar there, and it's it's me, Charlie, Kyle Strickler, Donnie Shots, and Scott Bloomquist. All in like an L. And Max. And Oh, and Max. Yeah. Oh, what? Fuck it, eh? Why do we always forget one of them? So it's, yeah, me, Charlie. He's irrelevant. Me, Charlie, <laughs> Max, Kyle, Donnie, and Scott Bloomquist. All sitting, standing at the bar in an L. And um, I looked at Charlie at one point after I asked for my Corona. 
And I was just like, can we just talk about the, the crew that we got going on right here? And Charlie just pans his head around. He's like, yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that's something. So then I was just like, yeah, I don't necessarily think we belong here. And Charlie's like, two of us do not belong here. And I was like, yeah, Brad and Donnie really got to go. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just, dude, it, it was uh, it was wild. It was cool to meet some some dirt guys and you know they're like they're the same as the rest of everybody though i mean they're just yeah. they're racers especially yeah. those guys i mean yeah kyle strickler for sure ran into the pizza joint that rusty and i went to yeah. and stole half of a piece of my pizza and yeah. then went out the back door straight into ihop with it <laughs> but yeah. but guys like strickler i mean especially scott bloomquist donnie shots like that's how they make their living they speaking they, of uh bloomquist his uh his video on the slingshot got way more views and comments than ours did yeah that's that's tough that is tough, but that, that was his is pretty funny though. Yeah, we seen? we went mildly sober during the day. He went absolutely rinsed at night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so at day, at Daytona they've got this big. It's it's a slingshot. It's it's fucking. I don't know how tall yeah, would so you. So that say that wraps up is. Thursday night. Now we're gonna move on to Friday because oh, we had. Okay. I think well, that's when the slingshot thing happened. Was Friday? Was it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's the last day I was there. Well, last full day. That makes sense. Um, anyways. Go with what you were just saying. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, no. So in Daytona Beach, like, right. I mean, it's it's one. It's like part of the skyline, basically. Um, it's apparently so old. Dad's like, oh, that was there when I raced down there. Yeah, that's it, unsettling. It, it, <laughs> last time it killed somebody was like six years ago, so we were fine. Uh, but no, it's basically just a big V, and it fucking it's a big slingshot, just launches you to the moon. And Bobby, I think you were originally the one that's like, yeah, we should try that. I was like, yeah, fuck it, I'll do yeah, it. I, I I love it. Anything that's a good time, like yeah. a uh, you know whatever. Just mind you, I hate that feeling in your stomach, like that roller coaster. Feeling. Yeah, I, like, I hate. That. I like I, I like going, I like going fast. I like feeling like like you're a little out of control, but I'm not really scared of getting hurt. And yeah. like you were like, no. So you did it. Tw- <laughs> so you did it twice. I did. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, so we did that and that, that was all my, all my innards are still intact, I guess. And, and my outers. So they, uh, they, for an extra $20, they will film it and you get to keep the USB thing. Um, But I didn't realize they also put it on their Facebook page for the world to see. So if you look up Daytona slingshot on Facebook, you'll see our video. And then, like uh, about six hours later, you'll see one of Bloomquist <laughs> absolutely just blitzed with some fucking guy, and it was hysterical. The thing had thousands of shares, thousands of comments. Ours got like three people all tagging us. It's like yeah, I, yeah, we saw it, we were there, <laughs> seen it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, that was that. That is the guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Charlie Samborn uh, and Bobby Timmons yeah. are in this video. Says three people. <laughs> Correct. Yes. <laughs> and the uh, caption that says Charlie and Bobby. <laughs> Oh, oh my fuck. fuck! What did we yeah. do Friday? We went. We had the first annual BFP uh, Daytona Open. Yeah, we went mini golfing, and then we got <laughs> oh, yeah. to the track pretty early. And oh, we went up. to that fucking shitty Daytona 2000 place or whatever. Oh too, yeah, yeah, that was where they sell uh, NASCAR diecast hoodies, bongs, uh, <laughs> <laughs> boogie boards. <laughs> they have a Dale Earnhardt corner that's like gated off. <laughs> yeah, that, that was very very bizarre little yeah. little joint there. But yeah, yeah. the yeah. only place I've seen where you can buy a diecast. A towel and a bong on the same. <laughs> in case you want to smoke your NASCARs. <laughs> smoke your NASCARs, episode 155. Um, yeah, so we ended up going mini golfing and uh, we got Bor- out of there pretty early. Borges, Borges did a really good job at winning all the obscure contests during the week. They he kicked our ass at RC cars. He sure did. And he him and I uh, him and I tied for the win in the mini de- golf, yeah. The first annual BFP Daytona Open. Real uh, dickhead move of us to say that the loser gets the, the we should have given the ladies some of the strokes, but um, the the loser got 
to buy everyone their first round of drinks at Beachside Tavern. And we are now golfing with us three, Borges, and four girls, I think three? It was Margaret, Kayla, Rachel, you... Me, Charlie, Borges, and Rusty. So yeah, four, okay. four girls. <laughs> <laughs> so five guys, whatever. Um, and so yeah, we ended up making that ultimatum before we even got to the first hole, and we were on like hole three or four, and I'm like, oh my god, like I'm playing fucking terribly. Yeah, I but I'm not worried about paying for shots. There was at least six different occasions in the front nine that I thought you were going to break your club, but you you pulled it together for the back nine. Yeah, there was there was a couple times that I uh, I for sure got upset. One, uh, I got attacked by a rope. Um, was not having it. I went to go step over it. I went to go push the club down on it so I could step over it so that we could all filter our group into uh, the the section, the cr- the corner there that's probably made for four people, like golf is. And um, you know, our nine sum, I had to fucking get out of the way. So pushed the rope down right on top of my foot and then went to go step, almost fell down the hill, uh, and then for sure fucking lost my shit. <laughs> but we were we. we Brought it back together. Uh, only smashed my club off the, the ground one time on the front nine. Didn't on the back. Played phenomenally, um, which is unlike me. Usually when uh, I get attacked by a rope, I get really upset for the rest of the day. I don't so. even remember who did end up having to buy the first round. Kayla, I think. Yeah, I think it was Kayla. Yeah, which by um, the time we got to Beachside, I'd forgotten all about that. She's like, what do you want? I'm buying the first round. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Water. I'll have a water. You guys all... When it, what did I do? So we that went was the pool party night. Yeah, so Thanks. so we we go into the races, but I, I went into the races like an hour b- before you guys. But I was trying to beat the mods, and like I could hear them firing up, and like they were gonna bring them out on the racetrack. I was trying to cross over to the pit, uh, to the pits before it started, but I got in conveniently right as like the second car was rolling, and then had to watch all of them single car qualify, which was fine, just standing over the top of turn turn four, but. Um, there wasn't nearly enough beers for all of us out in the parking lot anyways. And I wanted to go get some interviews, which I don't think that we did on Friday. Can't remember. I think you and Tom, the modified guy, interviewed Teddy Hodgden, and then you guys interviewed somebody. I had mailed it in. I was like, Brad, I'm sorry. I just I'm fucking I interviewed, sitting right here. I interviewed Teddy because I went in early couple uh, couple nights because I could tell that we were all going to end up being late. And, you know, we were all going to end up getting in at 730 right as everything started. So I was like, I'm going to go in and... Uh, Charlie was over, I think, getting scanners for all of us, and I didn't know it at the time. I, he kind of, like, passed by me, and I'm like, well, shit, like, Teddy's right here. And he was asking when he was going to get interviewed because I told him he was going to. Uh, and Tom, the modified guy, walked by. I was like, hey, Tom, we're interviewing Teddy right now. He's like, with me? Yeah. So fucking We're me. an equal opportunity employer. <laughs> <laughs> just, just like natural designs. Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Speaking of Tom, the, the Tom saved my life the uh, at the end of the night. Thank God for Tom, or I wouldn't have been at the pool party or home. Um, but So uh, we... That was another night I mailed it in early. I was like, I'm, I'm not... I'm not doing a pool party at so, 4 a.m. I'm just not. I just don't want to do that, it. I assume that was one of the, I feel like there was six nights where Hirschman won and, and yeah, Blewett Hirschman, finished second. Hirschman won, Blewett finished second. That was the 100 lapper. Um, I forget who won the pro late model that night. Cause, it wasn't uh, Michael Hine. No, was, he had uh, junked his shit yeah, by then. he junked the he other in, one. He was in his backup car. Uh, who, yeah, who was it? Oh, it was uh, Honeycutt. Caden Honeycutt, right? I think Honeycutt won earlier in the week. Oh, uh, wait, no. I think that it might have been. I don't fucking could have been. <laughs> Sad. There's so many. There's just so many races to try to keep track. Of. Watched, I know Byron won on Saturday, but yeah, that doesn't help. Super late model. We, yeah, watched, we watched Billy win twice. I know that. Yeah, yeah. I only saw once. Um, I got that sick fucking Billy shirt. 
Yeah, you did buy a cool Bill yeah. Byron shirt. Not even a Bill Byron fan. But. No, I was like, but that, I, I think he could stay. He seems like he's a good kid. I found out today. I um, think he's very, very. From what I've you guys heard like, and been told, oh, he's sorry. very, very, very different. If, I like, think you guys will like this friends. one though. He um, so at the end of Saturday night, he was driving for Donnie Wilson. That was actually he was in the car that Chandler Smith won the Derby with. <clears throat> he went to Bond Sus, who's uh, the crew chief of the operation, whatever, and Donnie, and said, hey, "You know, how many guys do we got here?" And he's like, oh, we had like three or four in your car. He's like, no, how many guys do you got here? Because they brought like five cars. And he gave every single one of them a $100 bill. No shit. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Damn. Respect yeah. that move. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. Good Hell for, yeah. Good for our buddy Josh. Good for Bill. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, no, the guy that, one of the guys that's working on the car said he was wicked cool shit, down to earth, willing to help anybody with anything, you know. Yeah. No, the So, like, again, just from what I've been told, the, the, the people that are closer to him, I, I haven't even met the kid, but... Apparently, he is very, very different in person around his friends, which anybody would be anyway, than the robot you see on TV. Yeah, yeah. And we, we've heard some stories. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, he seems pretty cool. And it then he goes like out. Dog. He wins the, the couple late model races. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. And then I think people just discredit him because he fast-tracked his way so fast, but yeah. he's also been super successful every step of the way. True. So. You know, if you win yeah. your second ever legend car race, why well, hang around and run for four years? Let's yeah. move on. No, when exactly. you win, when you win two Xfinity championships in your first or whatever, one in your first year, why stick around and run them anymore? And a and a truck one too, didn't? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Probably. Um, but yeah, no, he. Uh, I, I saw the shirt. I was like, "Fuck it!" I watched the kid win. That's a sick shirt. Gonna rock it. So I did. And he's younger than I am. So there's that. Yeah. <laughs> for yeah, sure. But- uh, Nah, never mind. I'm not gonna tell this part of the story. <laughs> no, that that was uh, yeah. Caden, you were right. Caden Honeycutt did win that. Look at me, um, big brown out brain so over then, here. So then the uh, the pro trucks were coming out, and this was that was the night where where it was like eleven. Yeah, it was like eleven. And they'd run two races. Yo, fuck um, this. Yeah, so we ended up dipping out and going over to Beachside, which. Each night that we did that and left early, like I would have liked to seen the pro trucks, but like I don't really well, care. Good news, there was six of them. Oh well, never mind. I would have liked to go to Beachside, so we did, and uh, <laughs> we. we <laughs> I was gonna say the last night we watched we watched Dale Earnhardt win a street stock race. Uh, no, he did not. <laughs> he very much did not. So uh, we we go over to Beachside Friday night, and uh, we you know there was a couple people that had asked us like Wednesday Thursday like Hey, what are you guys doing? Hey, what are you guys doing? Well, we were going over to uh, I don't. We didn't go. We didn't go Wednesday night to Beachside, did we? No, I don't think so. so. Wednesday and Thursday, we stayed over in Daytona. Well, a couple of the people that were staying in New Smyrna, the people that were at least going to New Smyrna, were asking us where we were going to go. And so throughout the day, on maybe Wednesday was a Beachside night because we went four times, right? Yeah, Saturday, but, two, Monday. But we went during the day. Right, 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 right. On one during the, the day, Wednesday. When, right, right, yeah, right, okay. Right, 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 yeah. So we went. When we went to Daytona, the, the next two nights, uh, people were asking all day Friday, "Where are you guys going to go?" And so. I was like, shit, I think that we should go to Beachside tonight because, like, it was our last, like, last night there uh, for you guys. And, you know, it seemed like there was enough people asking where we could get quite the group over there. And, and it was the last race for the Modifieds. So yeah. Like, those guys are going to be ready to burn it down. And the Modified, yeah, and the Modified guys are uh, a lot of our type of guys. So, yeah. Um, we only not only had our own group of twenty people, but um, we ended up you know telling everyone throughout the day, like, hey, we're going to go to Beachside. We're going to Beachside. I was walking around the pit area before the races started. Uh, beach side, beach yeah. side. Yeah, <laughs> fucking Mike Jr.'s over there wearing like this massive like sombrero type hat, and <laughs> I didn't even recognize him because like I thought that he was racing. I had no idea they were going green in like thirty minutes. Um, and I was like, yeah, come to beach side. Is that the move tonight? I'm like, yeah. So and I'm going over there, telling Marcello Rafrano, everyone, everyone in their left uncle, you know, beach side, beach side. Then they all showed up, and uh, it was great because I was committed 
to making Beachside this like the exact same night as Saturday night without me throwing up all over the minivan and or not me remembering smashing half the my night. face off the ground. Yeah. Or so me. I wanted to have just as much fun. <laughs> or me being the dad. I want I wanted to have just as much fun without that happening. So I'm like shoveling food in my mouth. Like I literally we walked into Beachside and I'm starving. I'm like, let's go to Merck's first, get food. Well, Everyone was like, oh, I'm not really hungry, not really hungry. But you had just got chicken tenders in the, the stand. So like, I was like, oh, and I think Rusty did too. So I walk in, walk straight to the food line, got nachos and a grilled cheese, sat down, deleted half of the grilled cheese and like four chips of the nachos. And I'm like, oh, I'm ready to go for the night. <laughs> and uh, left those things sitting right by the fireplace. And you know, luckily, uh, we had a whole group of people that were hungry. So uh, we, we get in there. We got our first round of drinks. And uh, I, instead of doing Corona Lights, was Wiggy Sour in it all night. And, um, you know, that was, that was for junior. Uh, I was wearing my junior motorsports hat and, uh, I, I don't even know who Dale jr. Is really, but I got that hat just specifically for Mike jr. And, uh, ended up once, <clears throat> once that whole crew showed up, Marcus, the first night, every time I would go up, cause I was, I was checkbook said yes. The first night for me, I guess <laughs> I don't, I didn't hear him say it, but, uh, I was you like, mean, you mean, uh, <laughs> Chase Fargo said yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Discover well, card. Fargo, I mean, Discover Chase card Fargo. said yes, and uh, I walked up and I'm like, "Yeah, let me get ten shots." Well, Marcus every time would be like, "Make it 20 All right, cool. <laughs> so then Marcus was like, "We're doing shots," and I'm like, "Can I walk up and order ten after you?" He's like, "All right, yeah, yeah." So I walk up and the lady looks at me, and goes, "What do you want?" I'm like, "No, he's got to say it first. <laughs> he's got to say it first. She's like, well, "Okay." He's like, "Can I get ten cinnamon toast crunch shots?" And I'm like, "Make it 20 <laughs> And uh, so we ended up doing twenty. Borges bought a round of shots. Borges I think. really wanted to. Like he, I could tell. He's like, "Should I get shots? Should I get shots?" But yeah, right, get shots. Like we're all doing it. Like we're all going for it. So I fuck off for a second. I don't know. I I, I think Doll was there, the Griffiths. So we, I, I saw them, and I come back, and everybody had done theirs except Ryan. But Ryan had bought twenty. I'm pretty sure. He's got one in his hand. And I'm like, "Fuck! I missed out." So I just took his. And you had thought I just took a little boy's balloon. <laughs> he he just looks mad. at me and he's like, I didn't even get to do one. I'm like, Ryan, Ryan, stop. Time out. As it's like running down the side of my face because he tried to swat it out of my hand as I took it. It's like, Ryan, stop. He's like, I didn't even get one. I'm like, I'm going to buy you four. Okay, stop. Like, we're, let's go to the bar right now. I put my hand on his back. I walk into the bar. I was like, can I do five cinnamon toast crunch shots? She's like, make yeah. it ten. And I gave him four. And I did another one. I was like, there. He's like, ah, oh, that made up for it. <laughs> Gee, thanks, Bob. Hi, I'm Paul. Hi, I'm Paul. I don't know what was worse that he did that, or we all know what it's from. Yeah. Fucking! <laughs> that was so fucking funny. We're, that was that, that was after we watched that video of Junior being like, "I'm Junior," and Borges said that. Yeah. I can't say it again because my voice doesn't get that high yeah, anymore. It was after the video was taken, right? And he just he looked at it. He was trying to imitate <laughs> Junior, and he says it. And what's that? That's from like Nickelodeon, like yeah, Jimmy Neutron. Yeah, Jimmy, it's at the very end of the Jimmy Neutron. Show, yeah, it's like the production they, company. Yeah, when they, they like roll the credits. It's the yeah. same thing at the end of like fucking like the George Lopez show, I think too. Yeah, yeah. So, it's just the little so monkey the, that just goes, "Hi, I'm Paul," for no reason. <laughs> so it's it's the video of Max taking the shot. He gets back up, like you said, and you know who was that for? It's for Junior. And I I pan back over. Hi, I'm Junior. So Borges <laughs> sees this video for the first time. And I think we were in the van. Yeah, probably. <laughs> and out of nowhere, at the end of the video, it's all done, and Borges just goes, Ha! I'm Paul! <laughs> And I think we fucking laugh for like four hours because of that. 
That kid has fucking one-line heaters that will break you every time. Facts by Ryan Facts Borges. by Ryan Borges. You have to start our own Twitter account for it. Oh, yeah. For real. So oh. that that night ended up being a little bit more mild. I did for sure cross the... A little more the, mild? You guys went to a fucking pool party and you blew another I motor. Not, I did not go to a pool party. You know what, Bob? <laughs> I remember the pool party. All right? A little bit more mild. <laughs> so, so I ended up crossing the $800 spent at... Uh, at fucking beachside threshold threshold that night uh i checked my bank statement just on my discover card alone i spent uh over 400 that night specifically was a uh was 191 dollar before tip type night um so i think we ended up for sure having a lot of fun and uh they closed it down well we none of us wanted to leave except for charlie and so i'm like shit like i don't i don't want to leave so junior just goes pool party at my place and i'm like you have a pool he's like yeah i'm like then we're having a pool party at your place. Fuck yeah. So then Marcus is on board. Fucking Corey's on board. Everyone that was with them was on board. We're all going back to Junior's house. The Griffith crew, the Jet crew, like fucking some bitch is stubborn. Like everyone's fucking, all of us are going over there. And uh, I don't necessarily, I remember getting there and then I remember being in the pool and like that was that little like, I think I don't remember that 10 seconds, but then I remember the rest of the night. Um, but yeah, there was for sure only like four of us in the pool. Um, <laughs> we're having a hell of a party. Everyone was out on like the little overhang there, deal, sitting at the tables and you know watching us beat hooligans. But I'm I'm down in my skivvies, uh, and this pool was very heated, very very warm. Um, was enjoying myself for sure, and uh, there was a couple times in the pool though specifically that I was pretty sure I was gonna throw up. And uh, don't well, don't be the guy that yeah. you, don't don't be the guy that ukes in the pool. Yeah, don't, don't do that. I knew I knew that Why I not. It'll go in the skimmer. It'll be fine. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh no! There was there was there was a couple people sitting on the, the edge of the pool, but for the most part, it was just gorgeous. Corey DiMatteo and fucking Marcus and I, and we were just having the time of our. We were just we we had noodles. We were swimming. We had floaties. That's a joke. We were just kind of just chilling, drinking, uh, having a good time. But yeah. Uh, Ended up getting in the car. Tom, the modified guy, and uh, Borges were our uh, Uber home. And um, at one fucking terrifying. <laughs> at one point, I look over at Corey, and I'm like, "You, uh, you ever, uh, ever been on the short bus?" <laughs> he just goes, "The shortest of short buses." <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." Well, we're like halfway down A1A back to our place, and uh, yeah, I'm like, "I'm, I'm like, yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna throw up for sure." <laughs> So roll down the window. I knew what I did wrong the first time, the first lap. Seat so, time, time and experience always <laughs> pays off. The it's, second, it's about the reps, pal. Yeah, it's all the, about the reps. The second time around, I was getting my fucking head out that window. <laughs> so help me Jesus. So we're like for about 100, 100 yards down A1A, I have my head out the window like a dog to prepare. I'm like, there's no way any of this is going to get anywhere in this van. So I throw up all down the side of Tom the guys, man. <laughs> and we're on to motor number three. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I got to thank the guys back at the shop. I got a busy week ahead. Uh, I'm not drinking. In, whatever For whatever it's worth, I'm not drinking until Syracuse. Maybe. So uh, that and I, we might not even fucking drink there. Um, but for sure, flying into Charlotte on St. Patrick's Day, I'm going to get fucked up. So uh, hide your vans. But so we pull into Corey's. And I don't know how he spots it. We drop him off. Tom goes, ooh, a hose. Runs over, grabs a hose, starts hosing down the van. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I get out of the van, and I'm like watching him hose it down. And I'm like, dude, you like fucking got all of it. He's like, yeah, got to get it while it's wet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, 
Yeah, I feel like that's like a good point. Real solid point there. <laughs> so I get back in, like, because I didn't do it the first night for sure. That's why I took fucking. Yeah, you let it. You let it marinate. You let it bake on there. So I took a high pressure fucking duel from an like deal from an inch away to fucking get that shit off. But so I, I wake up the next morning and my first text is to I think, Tom. I think I like gotta get it while it's wet for the episode title better. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so, so I text him. And I'm like, hey, man, just let me know how much I owe you for a car wash, whatever. Like, you know, I'll, I'll take care of it. And he's like, nah, no, nah, you're good. It's it's all cleaned off. Got it while it was wet. <laughs> I'm like, all right, cool. I'm like, perfect, you know. That's, I, uh, I love how <laughs> an Airbnb was booked for two people and one vehicle. Ooh. And you may want to delete your Airbnb account and just start a new one. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, and, uh, I got a charge that I got I got a cover, but I haven't even looked at the Airbnb app. I saw it pop up. I'm like, ah, that's a later issue. At, I'll at, figure that out when I'm sober. At which has no been, like, point in time did we have less than nine or ten people <laughs> and three cars there. So Friday, Friday, I, one we, of which was on the lawn overnight. That was yeah, Friday. That was tough. Friday, and the first night, the van was covered in puke. The next morning. <laughs> Friday, uh, Rusty and I got kicked out of our Airbnb. I fucked up with booking. So Saturday night needed a place to stay. Had multiple people offer. Inevitably ended up just at Brad's Airbnb, which had already had the cops called on it once already for an illegal parking situation, to which the Airbnb host... <laughs> which, mind you, was in the police station, <laughs> police parking, station lot. parking lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, tipped the Airbnb host off that there might have been more than two guests there. Uh, they had an inkling. Well, so I I didn't know necessarily how the fees worked, but I went to go try to book for like six people. And not only would it not show me like the places that were available for six people, but also like it was popping up as, you know, however much money per person. And I'm like, well, shit, I don't know who the fuck's even coming. You know who I know is going? Charlie and I. So I'm like, fuck it. <laughs> book for Charlie and I. Well, then everyone's like, oh, I need a place to stay. I need a place to stay. I'm like, perfect. It was eighteen hundred dollars so yeah. we'll we'll and just split it there's like seven beds in the place too yeah it yeah. comfortably slept seven at least yeah yeah and so we it was thursday night when kayla showed up she parked across the street because there was no parking you know that, that's when sam's car was in the driveway and so wasn't the van i think or something something like that whatever and yeah because my truck was in the parking garage i don't you know what i don't know why she ended up parking no, because someone's car was you in... had the van well, you had the van at daytona and i had my truck so sam's car would have been there but there was room for another. There was, there was room for two more, but was there? Because I feel like I remember her having to like play musical cars. I think that was on. That was in the morning after Thursday night. Oh, so yeah, I don't know. Whatever. It all fucking blends together. But so, yeah, the Airbnb host was like, "Hey, do you have more than two people staying there? Because like we 1000%. just because <laughs> because we just got a call no. from the police <laughs> saying that uh, someone parked in their parking lot and they need they were like going to tow them or whatever." And I like. I like had to wake up and like splash water on my face and be like, "How do I respond <laughs> to this question?" <laughs> I told you too. We have eleven. What if I, What if I told you <laughs> that we have? You did concoct a hell thirty of, fucking people. Here. You concocted a hell of a tale that still probably you're probably going to get uh, binned with some fee. But oh, I already got the I got the fee. It just I I like mine. Like said, I'll deal with that fucking later. Mine said clearly in the booking that if you have more than four guests, it's a hundred twenty five dollar fine. Oh, Jesus. Well, I don't know. Yeah, so I got we got the... Uh, hold on, let's see. Bradley, There are there other people staying at the house? The police were involved because someone parked in the lot across the street. You had two people listed on the reserva reservation and clearly more are staying. We ask that you follow the reservation rules of occupancy. Please let us know if you have other people and we can try to accommodate. 
And I woke up at 10.55 the next morning and said, we have, so that, that was at 9.40 the night before. I woke up at 10.55 the next morning and said, we have friends with an Airbnb down on A1A and another group of friends with an Airbnb in New Smyrna. Jesus Christ, what is going on here? Um, and we all got together last night and took an Uber downtown, which our Uber was Noah Gregson, for whatever it's worth. Uh, well, for um, you. The rest of us walked, because well, <laughs> downtown is uh, half a mile down the road. Who came with us then? Borges? I don't know. Um, yeah, there was you, me, and Borges. Yeah, he didn't have enough room, and I didn't want to drive the van or park well, the van. We, he, Rusty and I put you, our truck in the parking garage. Mind you, we had thought he was going to come out and yeah, hang he, out for a minute. He texted me, and he he's literally like, just, after running the duels, right? Yeah. He, after running the duels to qualify for the Daytona 500, hits us up and is like, hey, you basically yeah. need a ride. No, he was like, he was like, hey, what are you doing? Like, what, what are you doing tonight? And I was like, probably going over to Coyote Ugly and then maybe to Grandview or whatever. And he's like, all right, cool. And so he, I think he maybe he called me then after that or something like that. And I was like, yeah, we'll be at my Airbnb pretty soon. Just going to, you know, eat some food real quick, get changed, then, you know, going to head out. And he's like, all right, cool. And uh, I was like, yeah, come over and meet us at our Airbnb. And he's like, sounds good. We'll do. And I was like, do you have room to like bring us over to Coyote Ugly? And he's like, I can fit probably like three, three or four. I'm like, all right. And uh, so it was Charlie Bordis and I, I think, and he comes over, shoots a shit with us for a little bit in the living room, and then we get in his car, and you know we're talking about the duels and whatever, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm probably gonna go back to my my hotel." I was like, "You're not, you're not coming out with us?" He's like, "No." I was like, "Oh, <laughs> like I didn't? Wasn't that your question to begin with?" He's like, "Yeah, maybe I'm gonna go do the slingshot." Like I don't know what he was doing, but yeah. So uh, we have a group of friends. We have friends with an Airbnb down on A1A and another group of friends with an Airbnb down in New Smyrna. We all got together last night, took an Uber downtown. So one of our cars were parked in that lot for an hour or so until we could move one of our two out of the driveway. The group from New Smyrna did stay last night, so they didn't have to drive home after the bar. And he was very, they were very okay with that. I did get hit with a like $30 fucking charge or something, which I'm not worried about. I'll cover that. But yeah. Um, no, yeah. And then, you know, so. <laughs> but that wasn't even the worst of it because now, like I said, Friday, Rusty and I got kicked out of Airbnb. You were like, whatever, dude, just stay here. It's cool. Um, but let's do something with your truck. I'm like, yeah, no, we'll definitely, uh, I'll put it in the parking garage. It's right down the street and we'll take care of that. Mm -hmm. And then Friday night happened mm -hmm. and, uh, I didn't drive home, so it wasn't my responsibility it anymore. It was perpendicular to the house on the front lawn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, keep in mind, I just... Mind you, the truck is bigger than the front lawn. Keep in mind, I my, just... My drunken from the back seat theory was just make sure we leave enough room for Brad's van. It didn't matter wh who parked where at that point because a Ford F-150 on the lawn is way worse than a minivan <laughs> on the lawn. But we put that bitch right on the front lawn. So, yeah. We, uh, I just drafted this. And Rusty this, and I stayed there, so we were up to nine that night. I just yeah. drafted this, this, this perfect message. You know, I'm like, all right, I feel good about that. You know, we'll, we'll figure out where, because I thought that you guys had an Airbnb. Sam had an Airbnb. So I was just going to be like, all right, everyone go to their respective places. Maybe Sam takes a couple people down with him because I knew he was coming to New Smyrna or he, I thought he was coming to New Smyrna the next night. I don't think he did. Um, but I was like, all right, like, we'll, you know, we'll figure this out. We'll split it out. So split it up. So it's like five, you know? It's uh, just a couple more than two, you know, like it, it's like an honest whoopsie daisies, you know, <laughs> um, and yeah, got home from the pool party. There was a Ford F-150 on the front lawn. <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> no, it's fine. I uh, I was like, all right. So that I opened little, the door. <laughs> that <laughs> little like bed deal. This bed thing was like right by the front door. I don't know what it was. Very comfortable. <clears throat> I was still awake when you got home, Charlie. Uh -huh. You got home right after we did. Or we, I think we all left at the same time. Yeah, I just I was and yeah. yeah, I was zonked. I'm like, I'm done. I ain't, I didn't even know the pool party was a thing. I was in a state of mind that if I had known the pool party was a thing, probably would have moseyed over. But the, luckily for me, I didn't know it was a thing. We needed people in the pool, Paul. Hi, yeah, Bob. Yeah, hi, I'm, I'm Paul. <laughs> 
The pool. Uh, we needed a mon- we needed a pool mono- potty. We needed mono Bob in the pool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, mon- I'm mono- <laughs> uh, Apparently that's an Olympic event. Um so I'm asleep and your house had an obnoxious sound when somebody opened the door. Yeah. And at five AM this uh this derailing train in the form of Bradley comes through the front door <laughs> with Tom like guiding him. Choo choo. <laughs> like Chris like feet were crossed up, fucking arms like wrecking, smashing off shit, straight to your bed. Like Hey, got him some safe on huh, Tom. He's like, Yeah, I think he's good. And out the door Tom goes. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh like, yeah, if only fence line films had a camera on me. <laughs> Would have been some content. Uh, yeah, it was uh, that was pretty wicked, and uh, that was it. That was the end of my <clears throat> Daytona experience. Yeah, um, yeah. That uh, we still so have I'm, I'm head five out. days. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna head out. You guys can finish the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, uh, I don't. So Saturday, obviously, it was Arca and Xfinity, and uh, we made our way into the infield where we uh, met up with met up with Noah and uh, Tim Orvath, and he uh, we ended up going on a, a grid walk. Yeah. And uh, it, I've been watching. I watched some of the videos. Fucking hysterical. I tried to post it like all weekend. There was no service whatsoever after anything started there. And uh, by the time we got out of there, I was too not with it to actually upload anything coherently. So In hindsight might have been a good move. Yeah. yeah. Well, no. Yep. I'm probably still gonna, <laughs> probably still gonna give that a rip, tater chip. But um, so that that ten minute long video, I'm probably gonna have to cut up and edit a little bit out of it. But it was it was fucking hysterical. And like Tim was saying, he was like, "You guys should interview the fans and like don't interview the drivers. Like the drivers are cool, but like I want to hear what like the, what the fans are there for and stuff." Dude, like the end of the video is you, you just. I'm just gonna preface by saying that you just. I interviewed a cop. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Charlie interviewed a cop. What are you doing here? Working. Are you here for the race of the party? Yeah, he said a little bit of both, but uh, no, we interviewed some mulleted dude, which the cop literally like, we're like, hey, we need to talk to that guy. We need to talk to that guy. We're like now 20, 30 feet away from this cop. And we're like, hey, 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 all of us. There's like 15 of us. There's an emergency. The cop literally is like, we're the guy, as the guy walks by the cop, the cop like taps him on the shoulder and points at us. And like the kid kid walks over for an interview. Um, He's your typical NASCAR fan, like just... It, it was perfect, and um, I can't wait to get the video up. But, yeah, Saturday we did that. Ended up watching all the races and uh, did the double. Went back over to New Smyrna where we watched two of the boringest races um, that we've ever watched. <clears throat> yeah, New Smyrna without modifieds, what's the point? Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, unfortunately. Hunter laps, green flag, William Byron kind of off the jump. You could tell was going to win the race. Priest had a really good run going, finished, what, second? Second, second? yeah. Um, Imagine that. The cup guys finished 1-2. Yeah. yeah, Tammy Smith finished third, and uh, Sammy Smith won the championship. Congrats to Blanchard. Couldn't have sounded like any more of a douche in his interview, though. Yeah. And they're like, yo, it's a big deal. You won the championship. And he's like, that's eh, not really that big of a deal. Oh, all yeah. right. Sorry for bothering you. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I actually Which did Which is have... why no one likes those spoiled rich kid uh, types. You know? I, I that's forgot. why they don't get a chance. Like, I get well, it. He, I, he I... said something about, like, yeah, I would have rather won some races. And I get that like 110%, that, yeah. and I respect that, but just... Be a little cooler about it. Jimmy like, didn't win at all, and he was pumped about the championship. Oh, I so. bet. I bet he fucking was, And he should have been. Yeah. Like, yeah. You should be excited about something like that. That's a lot of them. fucking racing in a short amount of time. Yeah. And, and you got to be kind of all that shit. And to be that consistent with that many cars, too. Yeah, half like the battle is just making all seven, eight nights, whatever it is yeah. that you run, you know? So and, I I completely forgot. We got to rewind back to the Arca race, because I forgot I took notes. But um, the, <laughs> there were one point, they're coming to the line, and they're three wide, like... You wanted the best 
throughout the entire fucking field. They couldn't get lined up. Do, they, do you realize how Arca's big... Arca's a fucking joke. Do you realize how fucking oh, and, oh, big... Oh, this is under yellow. Yes. This was taking the green to the race. No, this wasn't... This was not the initial green no, flag. No, not the initial, but it was like taking the green flag off of four. They turned they the lights off. They couldn't figure the lineup out. They turned the lights off, right? Everyone was like still like in the back of the field was three wide but then you have dipshits that are running the middle of the field that are like no I'm, I'm gonna be four I'm supposed to be four drives up on the outside like they're coming around Daytona is such a big track I don't know how the fuck you don't have a spotter or like an official or something being like just get the fuck down two like two like two by two that's literally how you're supposed to do it coming around turn three they're the, the front three rows are two by two the next rest of the field is three wide Perfect. mind you they had waved it off twice they waved of this. they waved it off they should start them all like that and then the, the third time they're finally just like fuck it the, doesn't matter they waved it off the third fucking time nick sanchez the number two is still three wide D like what the fuck are you doing you've now gone seven and a half miles and you still can't fucking put it two by two? You can't. What are you doing? I'm like, the, the announcer literally goes, they have no idea where they're supposed to be. It's like, yeah, no shit. They have no idea where they I are. I didn't watch any of the Arca race, but I've now heard this story and, and Freddie's story on DBC today about how Dave Mater pushed a guy into a the field yeah. that had all slowed down for a wreck that wasn't even near them and just caused an even bigger wreck because he said this guy was checking up the whole field had already checked up and this motherfucker went wide open <laughs> dude there was so I don't know and then I think I got your snap about somebody driving over the lawn under yellow yeah. <laughs> dude, that was like that's like 80 years old I don't know I don't know what the fuck that dude was doing by himself there's a there's a reason that the term Arca is a term of is not a term of endearment like the, if something dumb is gonna happen it's oh that's very arca of them yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the whole field is like in two that is where our attention is we're looking off into the distance right and you're, you're like wah, 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 wah. <laughs> and look down and this dude is fucking destroying the grass in the Geico research zone <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? It's right in front of us. Like, dude, you, like we're not going. You're not going green right now. Like, how do you even fucking do that? <laughs> he was just working on his Geico restarts. I think he. Well, the, that was that guy that was like literally 80 years old. So I, I think, don't even. I think know. he was doing like a Sudoku or something. <laughs> while he fucking tried to bang it down pit road. And then might not have oh, realized shit pit roads closed yeah. <laughs> or thought he was going into oncoming traffic or something I don't even think that motherfucker took a right and just absolutely did some landscaping across the, the did he at least zone. did he at least make the commitment cone I don't know <laughs> I don't even know I don't know we don't know where this guy came from we've we saw him at the most perfect <laughs> spot in the middle of the grass on the other side of the Geico restart it's like, zone it's like when a stampede goes by and there's like the one Fat yeah. pig at yeah. the end that's like like has like a limp and shit like tr chasing the stampede. It was that guy. It's the fucking the stampede. I literally uh, called it the stampede of the f in fucking Lion King with that one one little bugger yeah. just fucking bouncing <laughs> off shit coming around the corner. <laughs> I think this guy just fucking fired it out of the garage. Like he, he like went I was in just there. gonna say it sounds like he came out of the garage. Area. <laughs> I think he did, dude. I have no idea where this guy was coming. <laughs> Holy fuck! Wait, what an absolutely abysmal race that was <laughs> yeah. we fucking we get up there dude my snapchat is literally them coming around to make the first lap the, it was my snapchat story it was the, they were fucking all single file on the bottom i'm like i cannot believe that i woke up for this shit and so we were like all right let's go to the infield so we go to the infield we're watching the last 15 laps pretty cool uh all still fucking single file we're like this is just so terrible 
And uh, I don't even remember. Corey Heim won probably or something, one of those guys. But yeah, who cares? Yeah, so good for them. But we ended up moseying around the pit area, like I said, with uh, with Tim. Ended up going running to Noah. Met Noah's mom. She said she has a bunch of stories she's going to yeah. share with us. So. She, she wants to come on the show. I was going to say, I can't <laughs> wait to have Mrs. Uh, Noah. Yeah, mom, she Mrs. was like, anytime Noah, you guys need Noah's any content, mom. just give me a call, and I can give you some stories. There's something about him being <laughs> Superman when he was five or something. I'm that like, sounds like right. it resulted in broken bones. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, met a, met a whole bunch of people and, uh, I was think I was like, like watching you guys' story or whatever. I think next year I want to stay for the 500. If we can get that pass deal again, like, yeah, you know, shout yeah, out Rich was... Keeter for that. That was pretty badass. Yeah. Like, Rich Keeter came in clutch with those. If we, and if we can do that again, cause I don't know as if I want to sit in the stands for the 500 because I don't like people. I don't know that I, I don't know that I even like, if we can get those passes, I'll stay. But I was very much like this year. Like, I don't think I'm going to stay for the 500 next year. I'm going to do what you did. But if we just get those passes, then right. I would if, definitely be and, down. And there is a way for like, I don't know how it all works, but like our other gaggle uh, members, you can upgrade your ticket to a VIP that gets you at least in the infield and into the fan zone. Right. Yeah. yeah. Something I like think that. like watching maybe even the 500 just from the fan zone. Yeah, like that cool be full of beer, hang out at that bar, this restaurant, like there's a stage, like I think that'd be pretty bad. I mean, it's just it's it's just sitting outside watching the 500 rather than just sitting it's here watching on TV. Right, you know? it's just happening around you. Yeah, you're there, and then like, so like you get like two to go, you can you know get on to pit road and like try to find like let's guess whose pit box is gonna win, and we'll try to stand by them or something. That seems yeah. like more fun than like. 130,000 people in the grandstands to me just does not seem fun. Borges, w- Borges had texted me at one point. He's like, yeah, I'm only 958th in line for Papa John's. <laughs> the, the the stands is not the worst, only because it's not like a typical like like grandstand. Like There's seats. Right, so like you're not but, uncomfortable by any means. I mean, you're not like really on top of each other either. No, I don't but, think. But it was it would be interesting to see it from like the fan zone area, like you're saying, because it's more of like having a party at your house type of deal right um with again the whole thing going on around you but there were so many fucking people there oh, yeah and the wild part Sunday. was they before the race we did yeah we're not even done saturday yeah but yeah true but like but the yeah yeah saturday <laughs> well yeah so so saturday obviously the arc arc race happens and then uh drew dollar junk some people in the xfinity race um heard drew, about that drew dollar um <clears throat> we were still in the air i caught like the last 40 laps he every time he does something cool i don't know i don't care who it is i don't care if we do it twice i want someone on the bfp twitter account to tweet out dollar dollar bill y'all because that kid junks so much fucking shit yeah his Um, name's very uh very atypical for how he's gotten everything in his racing career yeah uh good for him he uh, he junked Jeremy Clements, who probably has like four full time employees. Um, if that, and, yeah, and one of them's him. Yeah, and one of them is him. Um, but yeah, so the, the that whole race happened. Looked like Noah was gonna win. Uh, they put Myatt Slater through a catch fence. Oh my god! Almost into MJ's camper. It sounds like the motor and the rear clip exited the race car. <laughs> yeah, another car had like the the truck arm went through. Yeah, JJ like, Yaley's MBM yeah. car. The trail the truck arm went through the fucking trunk and spoiler. Yeah. That, that could that, kill somebody. That car got shredded. Yeah. Which was kind of wild. Like, I've never seen... Like, the last one I saw that did that, an Xfinity car, was when Larson fucking took the front stretch down. <clears throat> and his it, stayed, like, way more intact than mine. Yeah. I mean, it ripped the rear clip Everything. off the car. Everything. Motor, Motor tank, tranny, rear end, fucking... Basically, anything bolted to the chassis came off of it. Yeah, yeah that, uh, that, was, that was a pretty wicked wreck, and um, that is now the third person we've seen go through a catch fence in the last four or five months yeah what was it waterford 
that five flags and five flags yeah oh the truck yeah for holy fuck i forgot about that yeah that yeah, kid didn't really I, I guess he did hit the fence but like that was i mean they did sure they the, did have yeah. to use a ratchet strap to hold the fence up after yeah. he hit it so yeah he, he well, for sure hit the, that was that was easily the most the truck at five flags was the most wild wreck that i hopefully will ever see at a local level that my Snyder wreck was easily the wild most wild wreck I've ever seen at a NASCAR race um you could see it from the infield like you could see his car perfectly lip, lift up down the back chute and hit the fence and you're like holy fuck and then you see fire everywhere you know down not even like from where his car was where the motor went and like all his fucking pieces like you're like holy shit um yeah, that was that was fucking wicked, and uh, yeah. So Noah finished second. Myatt was somehow okay. MJ didn't, you know, I guess get hit with any debris. Apparently, where they were standing looked like it was right on top of it. There was an upper control arm slug in the grill of his motorhome. Yeah. Well, yeah. hopefully you can find some money to fix that. Uh, shout out, shout out, Derek Nealon picked up the win with Austin Hill in the Xfinity race. We just had Derek on a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Got to apparently had only spoken to Austin like. Twice. Yeah, ever. I'm pretty sure he told us when we interviewed him. He just yeah. met him for the first time like two months ago, and, and was like, I don't, maybe he said it to just me and Rusty, but he was like, he hung out with the kid for ten minutes. And he was like, "Fuck yes, kid gets after it. Like we're gonna work good." Mm-hmm. Yeah, he. Uh, so we were walking through the garage. Area. So we'll just wrap up Saturday real quick. With uh, we went to ended up going out to cruising. Um, we went cruising and boozing, and then uh, we ended up going to Max McLaughlin's room for way too long. Um, yeah, in I my got, opinion, I got a Snapchat at five in the morning from Charlie and I didn't, for some reason, like after not being in my bed for seven nights and running off, no sleep, sleeping in my own bed the first two nights wasn't great. Like I got, still didn't get any sleep. So I, I wake up to Snapchat and it says Charlie Sanborn. I'm like, yeah, the boys are still going <laughs> yeah. and it's just the corpse of Max McLaughlin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it, this is so so Saturday night they they had obviously just finished their their week so they were all going to go out and uh they're all going to go out and party well we um had some obligations that uh allowed us to not get into the said establishments that they were going to um being JP and Ryan Blanchard so children yeah so we we had a couple children we were taking the kids on the field trip so we uh, went to the nicest establishment in Daytona Beach Cruising Cafe um where anyone and everyone is allowed to uh partake in the fun and so we uh max was like yeah what are we doing after this and i was like let's just go burn down ihop or something and he's just like oh let's let's just go to my room like i'll grab some beers all right cool so we end up going and uh we left cruising we got kicked out of cruising at two well everything else closed at 2 30 right so we were walking down a1a or doing whatever the fuck we were doing i think we parked the van and uh we're kind of just waiting and you could see all the people filtering out of the establishments that are down there all the the adult establishments and so we're tossing the football on A1A, Blanche, uh, JP, Kayla, and I, and we end up going over to, like this like surf shop. We're sitting in this like big ass chair, like taking pictures, whatever, just fucking around, just absolutely nuclear hazards. And uh, finally, got to see Thad Moffat on the week. He uh, Chad with a T. His uh, his girlfriend and someone else uh, walked by, and they for sure fucking were buzzing, and they like gave all of us knuckles down the whole entire like walk, which is perfect because. Uh, board, not board, just fucking Blanche was giving every bartender at at cruising knuckles, and then like they all like they had like different ones. Woogie, 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 yeah, woogie. it was dude, it was fucking aggressive. But so finally ran into Thad. He's just like, where the fuck you guys been at? He's like, I've expected to see you the last two nights, and I'm like, yeah, no, last night we ended up at beachside, and we went there, here, there, whatever. And so we ended up going to Max's room, and uh, 
Charlie and Borges came over after, and uh, we ended up having a couple beers with a lot of the dirt guys. We ended up running football plays down in the basement before Max showed up. And uh, I didn't know Tim McCready, but uh, he was giving us pointers on uh, on which like plays to run down in the basement of the parking garage. Went up to Max's room. He walked in, shot shit with him for a little bit. He can stay. Uh, Jack Leonard, that cowboy hat looking fella at uh, Winghouse, allegedly that- rode his horse to the Super Bowl party. Yeah, heard. yeah. Uh, didn't know who he was. Met him at that party t- officially, I guess as well. Um, super cool guys. Max said he's going to be someone to watch out for in the next couple of years. But yeah, it was about five o'clock, and I'm like, all right, I've seen enough. I should get the kids back home to bed. It's past their bedtime. And um, we. Uh, I went to go leave, and I was I was called some very choice words for leaving early. I was told that I was leaving the party early after everyone else had left except for literally us. And um, so I was taking the shuttle back home because we had two cars down there at the time. And, um, yep, brought the kids back to bed, went to bed early, if you will, woke up at 8.30 ready to do it all again. But, um, yeah, Charlie, I think, and Max stayed up until – it was 5.23 a.m. that Snapchat came. Seven. Like yeah, that, yeah. Yeah. So that was aggressive. And then not only that, but we had all were going to the 500 the next day. So we all were like, Luke Holmes is playing. Let's get to the 500 early. We were all like, fuck yeah, we're going to get fucking like, you know, front row seats, whatever. Uh, we rolled in at 11.30 and uh, there was not a front row seat to be gotten. We walked over there. We were like, ah, you know, like fucking, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll go, you know, try to get some good seats. Well, then we got there and we're like, there's no good seats to be gotten like we'll just go buzz around the garage again this is the daytona 500 i want to see the experience so we went through the garage area finally we found noah actually on that one strip of garage that we had only seen and uh i was like dude where the fuck is your hauler parked like we can't figure that out all we had to do was turn around i don't know why we didn't just do that um probably because you can't see through the garage stalls i guess but um that's actually exactly why now that i say it out loud but uh yeah so noah's like oh i'm on the other side now by the end like all right cool went over and uh uh, hung out with his whole family again really um just you know we were kind of it was i was like that was the first time that like looking around in the garage area that i was like this this is cool like i know you guys all said like thursday and stuff and like there was obviously moments that like throughout those those days where i was like this is pretty fucking neat but like the fact that we were there for the daytona 500 and like you know noah's whole family's there like he's taking pictures of people fucking you know that was the only time i will ever ask noah for an autograph was for him to sign my hard card deal there um just because it was his first ever start and i thought that was pretty fucking cool um but no it was it was uh cool to meet him finally met uh cutter one of his good buddies who was a patreon pal at one point i think i met him on saturday um christian espinoza i believe he is the one that he always posts videos he lives a, like above Charlotte Motor Speedway, and he leaks a bunch of shit before NASCAR can, and uh, I guess they don't love that. Um, so he's one yeah, of us. Yeah, pretty, pretty <laughs> tough sticklers when it comes to media, allegedly. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah they, they kicked a 14-year-old kid out of the racetrack for <laughs> taking cell phone videos. <laughs> so Eesh, Tough look for Judson. No. I uh, think that we should fun. just upload the Reddick video and just <laughs> we interviewed Tyler Reddick um, <laughs> <laughs> before that started. It was cool though. So we were walking through the garage area, and at one point I was like, "Oh, that's uh, that's Austin Hill right there. That's yesterday's winner." There's groups of people everywhere, and every driver out, every driver that's out is mobbed with people. But I realized that it wasn't that they were mobbed by fans; it was mobbed by all like sponsors and shit. Like, and because Harrison Burton was for sure standing right in the middle of the garage area, like talking to a couple guys for like the whole entire morning. And you could have, we could have easily walked up, talked to him, you know, Ross Chastain kind of doing the same thing. There was a whole bunch of guys in that like little area. Well, Austin Hill was walking back the other way. I was like, that's the Xfinity Series winner. Derek was walking towards the bathroom and he's like, yeah, like, dude, he's a super cool guy. Like you guys got to go interview him. Like, all right, sweet. 
well, Charlie's like, well, if you introduce us to him, then I'm sure that we will interview him. Like, we'll interview him right now. So we walk over. Austin Hill's nowhere to be found. But Tyler Reddick's just standing there. So we start shooting the shit with him, whatever. And then I'm like, Derek, do you think think we can interview him? And he's like, I don't know. Ask him. Ask Tyler. Said it was cool. Have a five-minute interview that apparently we can't air, but we probably will anyways. So, uh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, no, it was a... Again, kind of prefacing off a of Thursday into Sunday, this was like now it's now it's the show, and just the atmosphere alone is wild. Just the amount of people that were there. There was the concert on the front stretch. There, there was a lot of fucking people on the infield. Well, which that's is, what like they were talking about on DVC. And now they got all got up to the roof and looked down, and they're like, hundred thousand people in the grass. But it was nuts because the the concert the concert he played what five songs, and, yeah. Um, that that got done, but then. The amount of time between getting everybody off the infield, into the seats and stands or whatever, wasn't really that long, and it was spotless. And it was, I can promise you from being down on that grass, it was a fucking mess. There were beer cans everywhere, fucking trash, everything. But what was cool is that I'd like to think that we were a part of a relatively decent sport. Most of the people associated with it don't totally suck. People had seen all this trash, and everybody just like started collectively picking up trash. Like, no one ask them to do that or anything like that you go to a football game i feel like they're just fuck that that's going to be there forever um so that was pretty cool to see that the first first person that i saw picking up trash was max mclaughlin and i was like all right i'm gonna do that what an exemplary human i know right it it was a it was actually quite a few people doing that like what the fuck so just started picking up trash and helping out the actual like track workers which was that was pretty cool to see yeah yeah so i don't know yeah again i I don't know how to do it or how they, they how they do it but we go over and get beers in the grandstands mind you we just walked in. They didn't check tickets. <laughs> yeah. So we bought $1,100 tickets for kind of nothing. Uh, obviously, we bought the seat and they were sold out. So we would have had a very tough time finding actual seats. But um, yeah, no, walked in, went straight to the beer beer line after. Yeah, that's know. one thing we did. We fucked up. We didn't realize we also bought dual tickets that we did not need. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when you buy the when you buy your card, it says very clearly down below that you have uh this is not this does not get you into the grandstands and so we ended up going to well so yeah we go to the duels the duels i was like maybe they'll let us in i have no idea everyone else bought tickets and i was supposed to get a ticket from uh jeff boisley so i'm like trying to find him on the infield but we this is like the first time we got onto the into the garage so we're like holy fuck like we're wandering around aimlessly forgot to meet up with him so i'm like shut up i'll go buy a ticket if this doesn't work so i walk up and they checked it they let me in and i'm like well fuck <laughs> that sucks meanwhile so. i'm fucking getting pissed at my phone because i i bought three tickets for board just charlie and i yeah we had them ready to go we essentially donated to daytona's <clears throat> super and, speedway which is fine um, they can keep it. It was like support, support your local short tracks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the Daytona Speedway like website kicked me out and wouldn't let me log back in. So I'm like, here I'm like, what the fuck? I just so I had to reset my password, do all this bullshit, fuck around for five minutes. Meanwhile, we could have just flashed our passes like you did, and walked right in. Yeah. Well, so you're they're for sure not supposed to. They have a a sign that where they're you're not supposed to do that. So Saturday we we. We uh, sent Portis and Kayla in with a bag full of beer because Charlie and I needed to do something. I think go take a piss or do, I don't know what we were doing. But I was like, Portis, like, go go find seats and uh, bring the bag. And he's like, all right, cool. So they walked in, and I was like, let us know if these passes work. If they don't, we'll have to come out and buy tickets. So he's like, yeah, no problem. They didn't even check the passes. Like, all right, cool. They let us know where we were sitting. I'm like, all right, well, Charlie and I go to try. They're like, you can't bring – or what did they say? 
the, these, fir- the first place oh, yeah, wouldn't they, let us they, in with the they were fine with the drinks in our hand but the the cards didn't work so then we go to the next thing over they made us throw the throw the drinks away but let us walk in with the cards it's a fair trade-off yeah I get, whatever oh, yeah. it was a, an energy drink too it wasn't even like a beer or anything <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what the fuck their problem was, but uh, the sh- shameless plug, A Shock can stay. That that shit's pretty good. They they gave those. Yeah, those we met up with free. the reps at Wawa. So does that mean we're not getting coffee? <laughs> Shut up, Borges. <laughs> I think that every was, morning. I think that was actually Borges update number one. Ten oh min- my god! Ten minutes after I left, yeah. every morning, dude. We fucking we pulled into Wawa to get coffees, right? Well, as we're walking, we parked literally right next to the A Shock guy. And I like Chase Elliott. I think the A-Shot car looks cool. I've never tried one, but I'm like, hey, like, what's going on? Like, you guys giving those out for free? He's like, yeah, hell yeah. So he describes what they are, and I'm pretty sold because it's basically just Celsius just with a different with name. A different name. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, cool. And, uh, you know, the guy says, you know, let me get in, you in touch with one of our reps from, you know, up in your area. We'll try to get you guys hooked up, whatever. Like, all right, cool. And uh, so we try it. We literally all get 300 milligram caffeine drinks, and we fucking are walking out of we, we like walk to Wawa the door turn around we're like I guess we don't really need anything because we just got we just got energy drinks and we're starting to walk to the car and board just goes does that mean we're not getting coffees why would we get coffees right now we just got we 300 milligrams of caffeine is literally in your hand I, right now I also looked at I was like you're an adult you can go get a coffee if you want I don't you don't need my permission to go buy a coffee Borges yeah Oh, poor yeah. kid. Borders update number one. But so yeah, we, we ended up on the five hundred or uh, watching Luke Combs. That was cool uh, with Max and all of his buddies. We for sure were buying beers off of the guys next to us with coolers because no one could move and we couldn't find the beer vendors. Uh, so they were like, <laughs> they they had a bag like a shitty cooler bag, and they we uh, I I bought two, gave one to Max, and then at one point we were down with like done done with our beers, and Max looks over. He goes, "Dude, can I buy a beer off of you?" And his buddy had already done it for five bucks, so he's like, "Yeah, sure, whatever." He's like, "What do we What do we got in there?" He's like, "I got a Bud Light seltzer, a Budweiser, and a Michelob." He's like, "I'll take the Michelob." So he gives him the five for a Michelob, and I'm like, "Can I grab one too?" And he's like, "What do you want?" I was like, uh, "Michelob." And so I gave him like seven. I was like, I "Gave you seven with a tip." He's like, "All right, thank like thank you." Borges was like, "What do you guys got in there?" He's like, "Well, we're down to Bud Light seltzer and uh, Budweiser or something." So I think he had to have a seltzer or something like that. But we were just buying literally them out of beers in their cooler bag. Uh, hopefully, they were able to find more, but. For, might have to do that next year if we end up staying on the infield. Just bringing a backpack, going going to a concert, and just selling beers for fucking four dollars for sure. Budweiser, hey, get your Budweiser, Bud Light, Bud Light, hot dogs. For sure illegal, but apparently so isn't talking to drivers with a cell phone. Um, so yeah, I ended up watching the five hundred, and uh, that was I think the best. Well, so I've been to three five hundreds. That was easily the best five hundred I've ever been to. And uh, I know that there's a lot of questions <laughs> about how the car was going to race. Uh, how the car was going to take damage. They flipped one over first big one. That was yeah, cool. For, for me as a fan, like, I don't know if every race this year will be like that, but I was like totally engaged, interested the entire race. I thought the entire race was entertaining. Like, yeah, they, they didn't ever really get super strung out or no, like do it, that big it's a single file deal. 500 mile race at one point or another during the race, they're not going to be racing. Like, yeah. that's, that's <laughs> like my weapons of the week this week are just people with their outrageously hot takes on the internet. You got guys saying that Kyle Larson wouldn't erect if he raced on iRacing more. You've got guys saying that Excuse Austin me? Austin Sindrick's not a good race car driver because he sucked when he started seven years ago. Like what? Like the, I, I actually eventually I just stood up and shut my phone off and shook my head. And Dad's like, "What?" I'm like, "The internet is just outrageous." Yeah. Like I thought it was a great race. I thought Austin Sindrick did a phenomenal job. Like looked like a seasoned veteran. I was happy to see him win. Those cars are 
beautiful. Those too. cars are sick. Like I love those cars. I wish they didn't fuck the door numbers up, but that's neither here nor there. The the <clears throat> this has happened a few times where like I, I go to Loudon or whatever, and I I always you don't always get to see the craftsmanship of those things like on TV. It's just like oh that's a cup car. But, like, when we were down in that garage area, and I was, like, actually looking at shit that I probably wasn't supposed to be looking at. Harvick's like, car had the hood up, and it was running, and we were standing over the fender like we were the fucking injection tuner yeah, guys. Yeah. <laughs> like, just looking at the car, and it, nobody told us to move or anything. They just were like, yeah, sounds good, huh, boys? Yeah. Like, yeah. And everybody that has had a uh, something shitty to say about the car or whatever, like, you're you're wrong. I'm sorry, but you're fucking wrong. Those cars are fucking sick. They are beautiful. They're fucking between the exhaust and the bodies, and they actually look like cars and the wheels and all that stuff. Those cars are fucking sick. Yeah. I was, and they sound nasty. I was half certain that the first person to do what Joey Logano was going to do was going to end their life. Um, because after you saw that what they did at the Clash, I mean, <clears throat> Justin Haley hit that wall seemingly very lightly, not going 200 miles an hour, that's for sure. The thing and the exploded. thing fucking blew apart, yeah. And Logano hit it, and it looked like he barely even hit the wall. Yeah, and, uh, then, and even like with Harrison Burton getting upside down, they, everybody was all nervous. Oh, they were, what I don't know is if a lot of people saw what I thought that I saw on the replay was where he spun. The nose of the car was on the apron, and the back of the car was on the racetrack. There's still a little bit of banking. On the backstretch. So that created an opening of air that was several inches, whereas the car is probably only an inch off the ground. He also got hit in the door, too, which that's going to flip a car over almost every time. They're going 190 mile an hour, and you opened up an air gap underneath the car. Like, yeah, they're probably going to flip over. Yeah, you know what that's called? An airplane. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I just, I don't understand why, like, it was a gnarly wreck, and, and Glad Harrison was okay, but I don't understand why everybody instantly lost their shit about a car getting upside down. It literally happened 24 hours ago, and the car got cut in fucking half. The only thing I was worried about is that when we were sitting in the stands, and, like, one wheel thing happened. That's scary. Then the yeah. second wheel thing happened. We're like, oh, fuck. I bet, talking, I bet the internet is exploding right after now. After very, very clearly talking to Flores and him saying that you're going to have wheels fall off. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I guess uh, but the, like, they're the biggest difference between those and like the five deal is that it's it's either on or it's not on. <clears throat> yeah. Like, two two no... lug nuts will hold a five wheel, a five yeah. lug wheel and it's going to vibrate, but it'll hold it on. When you only have one, you, you need all one. Yeah. It's on or it's not on. That's it. There's yeah. no, there's nothing else. Yeah, that was that was for sure weird. And then obviously they went about the rest of the race. They wrecked some shit. Brad Kozlowski wrecked a whole bunch of shit. Um, yeah, I, it's tough to be a. I've been a Brad K fan for a while, but I don't think I'm a fan of uh, the six Brad K anymore. That was that was tough. Yeah, Harrison he, Burton looked real squirrely. Like Truex did the same thing. The only difference is Truex just bowed out. I was like, I'm done pushing you around. You obviously can't handle it. Brad probably should have been smart enough. I mean, he was trying to wreck him for like three laps, it seemed yeah, like, and then he yeah. eventually wrecked him. I didn't know. I didn't know what TV was showing. I know they were obviously running up front, but you know, every once in a while they fucking they're showing the guy running eighty seven. Yeah, they but... zoom they zoom in on thirteenth place's contingency decals yeah. all the way through the corner. <laughs> terrible, yeah. just another terrible Fox production. You guys didn't miss anything there. But... The so what we were able to see was Brad got into him coming through the trial like. They're coming at least out of turn four. And that then was in when the tribal, was like, that was the a first couple like, times, like big time where he almost lost. Yeah. Him. And I was like, holy fuck. Like he almost just wrecked him. And then I was like, holy fuck. He almost just wrecked him. Oh, holy fuck. He almost just wrecked him. Oh, he's flipping down the backstretch. Like, <laughs> oh, he wrecked him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Weird. I never saw that coming. Um, and then like with, yeah. with the Stenhouse deal, like he's trying to push him to win the race. Like they're trying to get to the front. So I get it. I'm sure like he didn't go off in the corner. I want to wreck Ricky Stenhouse here. Stenhouse was obviously pissed, but. And, and and the six too was the, he was the best car 
all week. Seemed to be. All seemed week. To be, seemed yeah. to be the best car. Yeah, the um, 6, the 2, and the 12 seemed like they had something that no one else really had. Yeah. And uh, we uh, it, coming down to the end of the race, just look. we looked at the scoring pile on at one point, and I think that Austin Cindric was like second or third, and Martin Truex was 19th. And I looked at Charlie and Borges, and I'm like, I think that I'd be perfectly content with anyone on that board winning except for Austin Cindric and kind of Martin Truex. All right, cool. Ve- Vegas odds on the th- three cup races we've been to, winners being Michael McDowell, Eric Almarola, and Austin Sindrick. <laughs> Plus a million. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, yeah, for real. And uh, when we were in the stands, I I for sure went to go get beers and uh, ended up in the Wiggy Sour line. Uh, had a couple du- Perfect. <laughs> a couple Wiggy Sours, a couple doubles that I ordered that were singles. Um, and then obviously we're deleting beers for the rest of the day. Completely forgot that, um, Flores worked on the two car still. And I had no idea that Doug Campbell spotted for him. So yeah, I did, but I kept forgetting. And I, I didn't even know who Joey Campbell was spotting for. I knew he spotted for somebody. We were for sure deleting, uh, deleting shots with him and Brett Griffin at Coyote Ugly. Yeah. I forgot. I forgot about uh, that. It was cool to meet Brett. Cause like, I remember looking at one point and being like, is that Brett? And I, I looked so fucking ridiculous. I was wearing heart like shaped glasses and like a, my fucking hat was on sideways. And I like turned around and I'm like pointing at him, like, "Is that Brett sitting out there right now?" And and I think someone was like, "I don't know. I wouldn't know. I don't know what he looked like." I think and then, Charlie and I put our composure together enough to start talking to him, and then you come bebopping yeah. over. Yeah. Well, at that yeah, point, that I happened. at that point I turned, my, I take my fucking sunglasses off, and my hat was at least on backwards. But um, no, I remember he, he he did shot or he sent shots over to. Joe and then uh, Joey bought us a couple more and uh, yeah, Joey up... deleted three or four shots in seconds. Yeah, yeah, that was like a... you bought us cinnamon toast crunch shots and he's like that was just milk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, that was uh forgot about completely forgot about that night. But also, yeah, also but... the the whole five hundred deal that I don't know how I feel about Austin Cindric yet. But also shout out Scott Dinan and Chris Puskis. Uh, Chris, the kid that we met the other night, uh, the rear suspension something or other. He's Scott Dinan's brother-in-law. Scott also works for Penske Racing, so shout out for you guys and your bonuses and the rings and all that shit that you're going to get, and so that's pretty cool. I, and like, I don't know. I guess I don't really... I was indifferent about Austin Cindric. He was kind of just like, eh, he's one of those guys, whatever, which is what they all are. But I, I don't know. I was generally happy for him. I don't know. Like, I'm trying to have a more positive outlook on just motorsports in general. Like The way my season lend, ended last year... I was like, I need to be like more positive and more like, if you know what I'm saying. So like, I went into this whole not day- such a cunt. <clears throat> yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I like went into this whole Daytona 500 just this whole week, like, you know, just <clears throat> trying to be more positive. And I think that's why I have such a, a different outlook on the race. Like, I was happy for Austin Cindric. Like, I thought he did a good job. He earned it. It weren't a fluke win. Like, I, I thought it was funny. <laughs> he crosses the line, and if that were me or you, fuck yeah, like we're, something outrageous, right? Yeah, yeah. Holy cow, we won the Daytona 500. Yeah, obviously, pretty clean cut kid. <laughs> I mean, he's got sideburns down to the bottom of his ears, but it's stopped. So like, oh, no beard on that kid. Yeah. <laughs> but then, like you said, we had some pals involved. Good for Flores. I hope they check yeah. the tires. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he comes over on Thursday. Nah, I was on Black Flag podcast, and then. And I get a phone call the next day that I was black flagged. <laughs> well, well, you'll have that. <laughs> that wasn't our fault. Yeah. We yeah, gonna, we're going to need the trophy back. Hey, you can have it, but it's in rough shape. <laughs> it's pretty <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, good for those guys. Uh, and good for fucking Noah. Because yeah, he, uh, yeah, we haven't even really touched on that going um, into going into the race. A phenomenal race. Like, no, like actually. So he when we watched him on the duels last year. Well, we actually saw a completely different Noah Gregson as a whole last as year. As a human but being. As yeah. a, um, so going into the duels, though, he was 
it, obviously it was the old car and whatever, but it was his first ever time in a cup car and he was making these moves that would work, but they were, we were watching it like, holy shit, like, like no one else is making these moves. He's probably doing it for a reason. Well, and he, and he drove a great race last year too, but he got right reared got hooked and, you know, sent into the fence. And that damn, was the end of his day. Damn the same spot too. And so then this year coming around, you can watch him like just very, you know, carefully pick his way through up the Pick he his went way through from thirty eighth to twentieth in about the first eight laps, I think. Yeah, and yeah. just was always like tenth to twentieth. And I had said to Dad about two thirds of the way into the race, I'm like, "You want to know why Noah's having a good day?" He said, "Why?" I said, "Because they haven't fucking mentioned him yet. Mm-hmm. Like he didn't do anything dumb. They were sure calling out like they were. Oh, some you know, fucking somebody sideways in the middle of the field. Tyler Reddick just loses it in front of the whole field, wipes out. Allegedly something broke. I don't think he just spun out in the middle of the straightaway." But, like, they never mentioned Noah. And then right about the time they start talking about Noah, he cracks top ten, running seventh or eighth. Junk. Well, the, the yeah. thing that pissed me off is that the wreck happened, right? And th- it wasn't right in front of us, but it was close enough to tell, like, holy fuck. Like, that was a hit. Yeah. Like, he got right reared at the trial. At 190 mile an hour. It going, yeah, going damn fast. And it was a hard hit to the point where Brad and I, like, holy fuck. Like, hopefully they say he's fine. Never said a fucking word about the kid. Not that he was running, like, sixth. Not that fucking he just got right-reared into the fence. Not that he fucking hit a ton. Not that the car was fucked up. Not that he was out of the car yet. Not that, that not a word about it. Not even his name mentioned. That team literally has one full-time employee, and we're watching it from the grandstands, and, like, he, we see him get right-reared, obviously. Then you see Todd Gillen do the exact same thing. And they, 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 they were blowing Todd Gillen. They're like, yeah. oh, what a shot for Todd Gillen. It's like... He got hit, like, right after Noah, but Noah's still in your shot. You're not, like, they didn't even mention his name once. And then Larson Larson hit the wall, then drives down across, smashes into Noah again, drives back up the track, smashes into somebody else, and I'm like, what is Larson doing? Like, dude, stop. You started this fucking It got to the point where they weren't talking about Noah whatsoever, and I looked at Charlie, and I'm like, dude, I hope he's okay. Like, they might not be talking about him because he's not okay. And then all of a sudden you see him come out of the infield care center, but it's like, why would they not? They didn't broadcast him at all. Um, And and that's obviously us being fans of his, but, like, it's still, like, we we didn't know if he was all right. Yeah. They did tell, the TV did tell, like, the story of the team and Linda Beard and all that, like, before the race. And even my dad's like, "Eh, I think I can kind of pull for the small team. I'm like, yeah, they have one guy. Like, their shop's smaller than ours. Yeah, they, yeah, no, literally. They have one employee, <laughs> one. Yeah, we, we met him. Great guy. Told us anytime we're in town to stop by. Yeah, hell of a guy. Met yeah. the guy. Yeah. yeah, that is the guy. That is, that is the, the guy. That's, hey, that's the guy. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully they can get that car fixed for Talladega. I, I mean, he, 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 like I say, drove a great race, and and they barely know mentioned him on the TV, which to me I thought was a good thing because that meant he didn't. You know, they're not going to give the squirrels any TV attention, not that he's a squirrel, but, like, they're only going to call you out if you do something bad. Uh-huh. Like, the TVs were focused on Bubba, Truex, you know, uh, Bush, you know, the leaders. They weren't, you know, and then they, they like, panned to the back of the field and some shitbox sideways smashing into shit, but you never saw any of that from Noah. Like, he seemed like he was fit right in, and, like, I, th- I was impressed. I thought he drove a great race. I was not just r- not just trying to suck his dick. But. No, the, I, th- I think the cooler part, though, about all of that was – Obviously, like that's heartbreaking. Like your first ever Daytona 500, like you're in the show, like you've done it. You're you're in the great American race, and still afterwards, just all went to dinner. Same just, old dude. Same dude. Yeah. Just that was cool. He, he came up. He was bummed out. Obviously, I was like, dude, sit down for a second. He's like, what? I was like, you did something pretty fucking cool today. He's like, you think so? I was like, you were one of 40 people that did what you did today on the planet. I would love the opportunity to drive a cup car head on into the fence at Daytona. Yeah, like. <laughs> 
you'll be all right. I promise. You did something pretty fucking cool today. So, oh, man, thanks. I appreciate that. And then we had a beer. <laughs> like that's just... Big dog, you can't tell the difference between a house salad <laughs> and a Caesar salad. <laughs> yeah, that was that night. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, yeah, ended up uh, moseying on over downtown. And uh, that was when uh, what was people... That place? What was the name of that place? Ocean Deck. Ocean Deck. That yeah. place was cool. Yeah, you guys look like you did some more exploring after I left. Yeah, that place was pretty cool. Yeah, we I did. Think definitely Food next... was fucking incredible, too. Yeah. I had a steak, and it was... Yeah. Like next just next year's up. goal is less wing house, more new restaurants for sure. Cruising cafe still is a multi stop. Well, that's but... kind of, oh my god. Well, yeah, we uh, I shouldn't say we. You own a part of the restaurant, so <laughs> we also never even mentioned that place that in New Smyrna where you got breakers. That breakers. That place is fucking nice too. That was the best salad I've ever had in my life. Had a like a seared ahi tuna salad. Oh. Shout out to Jeff and Sally from Seattle, my Airbnb <laughs> hosts. Uh, they they had asked what I was doing, and I told them what our plans were for the week. And oh, if you're going to New Smyrna, you got to check out this place called Breakers. It's right on the beach. It's great people watching, good food. And I was like skeptical. I'm not like I like to I like to be familiar with the situation. Like that's half the reason I was so happy to stay with Jeff and Sally. It was the same place I stayed last year, so I knew the parking lot, I knew the area, I like, knew the building. So I was skeptical, and then we're driving through New Smyrna Beach. Way more people than Daytona, like yeah. you know, the week before the 500. And I'm like, oh fucking a, like these narrow ass roads, there's fucking people everywhere, and the beach is fucking packed, and the restaurant is packed. And I'm like, ah oh, man, I don't know about this, but it was well worth it, and that will for sure be one of our first stops again next year. Yeah, yeah, damn good food. Yeah, no, that place can stay. It's cool. To go to Ocean Deck, and then that was uh, the night that anyone that had uh, us dancing with Natalie Decker on their bingo card, they can uh, they can now put that one there, and they they <laughs> definitely they for sure <laughs> they for sure have bingo. <laughs> yeah. uh, it was just yeah, like I was I was pumped. We were trying to get a picture with her. But at that moment, she was all over the place, and she was going to the bar to, I think, get shots or something. And so I'm like, "Let's get a picture. Let's get a picture." And so I'm, I'm like, "Max, like, take this picture." And uh, we like we're going to try to take a picture behind like the Coyote Ugly banner or in front of the Coyote Ugly banner, and she'd left. And I'm like, "Okay, well, I need a drink anyways. I'm going over there to get a drink." So I went over to get a drink, and then she was wearing our hat at the time. And I'm like, "All right, I need a picture with you." And then Charlie's in the background, like, "What?" The- <laughs> I'm like, let's just do, let's just do separate pictures then. Fucking get, get a picture, but uh, no. And then yeah, Borders had a great interaction with her boyfriend, uh, which we already touched on. But sometimes I do that. <laughs> uh, yeah. What, what a, a mar- week. And then and then marathon. The only the only other thing that happened was uh, um, after that night was it last? Yeah. So it must have. Yeah. So it was Sunday night. We we went to IHOP. Cause an absolute fucking scene. They're playing with the lights. Max, I saw is Max eating. was swinging the light like a pendulum. Yeah. <laughs> After she very specifically told us not to, she was super cool. But she comes over and she's like, "All right, guys, now I'm being dead ass. Stop <laughs> fucking with the lights." And it's all on my fucking Snapchat because I was recording the whole thing. He's like, "Hey, hey, record this, record this." Fucking swings it so far out that there, she has no, like, she has no other to the point way. in which like, like the lights are like changing. <laughs> Because <laughs> I, I did the typical, I sat down, I was like, ooh, is this move? And, dunk, and yeah. then, then it was game on. Yeah, she was, like, don't, she was like, don't fucking touch those. All right, cool. So, uh, yeah, we ended up going to IHOP, causing a scene, and then uh, went back to our, our hotel. Uh, Max was locked out of his place. So, <laughs> fucking, uh, this uh, this terrific quote from him, if anyone saw the picture of him uh, laying on our floor in the middle of the beds, he said, uh, thanks for the two seat cushions, a blanket, and a lamp, boys. <laughs> Charlie, literally, Charlie gives him the two seat cushions. I gave him a pillow. We gave him a blanket. 
And then he's like, "Wow, what a what a fucking setup!" It's like he's like, "You can't beat be, can't beat uh, the accommodations that we have going on right here." Charlie's just like, "Yeah, do you want the fucking lamp?" Like, starts throwing backpacks at him, shoes, I fucking did get clothes. A snap of him cuddling the lamp, and Charlie said, "Max needs to lighten up." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was a fucking. I was happy experience. to be home, and and but I was like, oh, "Fuck!" Like, I still kind of wish I was there. The uh, the only thing that, the only other thing that I have in my notes was uh, we got to Alamo today to rent, drop the rental car off. Lady's like, "How was it?" I was like, "Ah, yeah, the, uh, oh, yeah, this is fucking outrageous." <laughs> <laughs> it was like Typical, uh, like classic BFP. It was like, yeah, you know, uh, right after we drove it off the lot, we had a flat tire. We just kept having to fill it up, and she's like, "Oh, I'm sorry to hear that." She goes and like fucking scans the thing in. Whatever. Mind you, mind you, you mind got you. A, you got a free rental car, didn't Someone you? Someone has <laughs> already thrown up in this thing, shit in this thing, <laughs> thrown up on the side of it. <laughs> and Borders had another car with it. And we had like 11 oh, no. people in it at one point. He returns it. And, and to be fair, it did have a soft right front tire the yeah. entire two weeks we were down there. <laughs> yeah. He mentions it, and she's like, oh. I'm not even mad. I'm just happy to be going home. He's like, oh, honey, I'm sorry to hear that. I'll put a $100 credit on your account right now. We're like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> actually, you know what? It actually had 11 flat tires. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. No, it was. Uh... It's like, you... What? That was that was uh, yeah that was speed weeks. Did I uh, did I win our picks last week? Oh, I was just that's right. At, yeah, we got to do that. I was just looking at the results. Oh, um, I don't remember. I think that I had Austin Dillon. You so had Ricky Charlie. Stenhouse Charlie had, Charlie won. Brad was second. I was third. Uh, okay. Charlie had the ten car. Oh, I didn't know um, if he had the ten or the forty. He finished fifth. Brad had the three car. Finished twenty fifth. I was looking real good with the forty seven. I picked him in another pool too, and he was leading. And then I was like, um, he's probably gonna wreck and he wrecked. So um now I'm uh I'm third, but uh I forget who said it on D B C today, whoever lost their pick too says you never want to win the first hand of poker. So Yeah. So yeah. uh moving into Fontana. What was the order we went in? So it's a reverse. Well, it's you. Yeah, now I get to go because I where I finished last, I get to pick first is the way they do it. Yeah. Um so I think that's how we'll do it. I'm gonna take uh I'm gonna take Alex Bowman. Sorry, Charlie. <laughs> You're up, Bradley. No, nope, you're up. Why am I up? No, I went Brad, first. you're up because you finished second. Yeah. Oh, I thought. I, oh, I thought that we were going, we're going by the way. Draft. No, we're going oh. by the way that you finished. So whoever like had the shittiest week is oh, pick first. Okay, perfect. Uh, give me the eight. Yeah, that was. I was uh, gonna say it's gonna be a dirt guy, and I don't want to take Larson yet. No, those are. It's funny because uh, Larson, Reddick, and Bowman were the three that I was thinking would probably be the moves, but uh, I guess Larson. Pretty early in the season, I'm, to use the five I'm, card. I know, I know, I know. Yeah, he might he might be uh, pulling out with a two two zero lead though. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It's yeah. The points. Charlie has one point. Brad has two. I have three. Like you said, we'll figure out. We'll take a uh, Patreon or whatever. Even any just listener suggestions on what we should do for whoever loses this contest. It's just going to involve full fu- uh, racing get up. Um, yeah. We well, have, we have until November to figure out. I was almost thinking get like one of those spinny wheels that you can like dry erase oh, options yeah. <laughs> and just take like our favorite suggestions and just spin the wheel and uh, if it lands on you know, go to fucking breakfast with your fire suit on or something. <laughs> it's going to be ridiculous. Go, go to the local IHOP wearing your fire suit and helmet. Yeah. You will not be the most unplaced person. <laughs> no, probably still the best well-dressed. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, we did, so we was, did both just get new fire suits, Charlie. That was speed week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did do that. Mine's been in a tote for three years. It's so. practically new. Actually, it is. Yeah, like I had it for my last year. Yeah. 
I don't think we missed anything. I think that was no, it's. I'm sure we'll forget some stuff. Shout out to everybody that made our week a blast. I had an absolute fucking blast. You know, it was. Uh, it flew by, but it also took forever. Um, but there, there were times where I, I was like, I, I, I wish I had my bed right now. But then other times I was like, this is fucking awesome. So, yeah. um, I, I don't. Th- <laughs> okay, at one point at Coyote Ugly, um. Cutter was fucking like outside, like wanted to go home. It was like 2 a.m. We we're gonna close the place down, obviously. And or, he wasn't outside yet, but he was about to go outside. And I'm like, dude, like, uh, I was like, you want a vodka Red Bull? He's like, no, I just want to go home. Like, I want to go to bed. And I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I can't relate. And uh, went back to the bar, came back, was like shooting the shit with him. And I'm just like, I- I'm on my 10th vodka Red Bull, and I'm probably gonna stay up until 5 a.m. I'm running off like six hours of sleep the last two nights and he's like yeah you guys are just built different i was like mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i think yeah. i think at one point of the week i looked at charlie and i said some people just shouldn't try to hang mm. with us yeah it's a rare breed luckily enough though like most of the people that we're with they all know like, the deal yeah like anyone that's going to a pool party at 5 a.m or 4 a.m or 3 a.m whenever the fuck we went there i don't fucking remember they're pretty much uh, our type type of people. We do uh, we do attract uh, the same types of people. Uh. Yeah, yeah, that's good. And and glad we had Tom the modified guy to DD because also we would have been lost yeah. in New Smyrna again, and that would have been a Charlie problem. Yeah, so. lifesaver. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> that that card got used uh, first night. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but can't wait to do it all over again. Uh, what do got, we got going on this weekend, boys? Probably a whole lot of nothing, huh? I cannot wait to do fucking nothing. nothing. I'm, I'm gonna work my race car. I'm gonna do nothing for. I think I'm gonna a while. Actually, do the same thing. My goal, uh, my goal, my new car. We need to end the show. I don't know why I'm still talking. It's been two and a half hours, but gonna have my new car hopefully on the ground, rolling by the end of the weekend. Oh, we made a lot of progress so far just this week. The new big uh, one. Yeah. So it's gonna be cool. Uh, I've really got nothing to look forward to other than Syracuse and opening day at Star. So my next couple of months are gonna probably be pretty boring. But yeah, I uh, I think I'm gonna head up to the shop and work on the uh, the sports series car. Dick around on that. Wait for the transmission. Come back from Williams Race Gears, and uh, shut up. Pro Pro Stock will probably just kind of be a paperweight for the time being. Jack Stand Five Hundred. I uh, yeah, I'm doing absolutely nothing. Want to do nothing? I'm probably gonna mosey on over to Ty Johnson's house and watch Fontana. And uh, maybe I'll actually show up this week. Might have might delete a couple beers. Might. Yeah, I already like. I I walk into my parents' house Sunday, you know, hadn't seen my fucking family in a week and a half, and uh, I I just go, yeah, I'm, after this week in Florida, I'm taking the whole month off from drinking and cracked a McUltra simultaneously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shout out to your mom for uh, the the nice note. Welcome. She did leave a nice little nice little home. note. Yeah, she yeah. did. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I I told myself that too. I'm like, I'm not drinking until uh, Atlanta. Well, uh, realistically, Charlotte when we end up going down inevitably on St. Patrick's Day. Uh, and then I was like, well, Syracuse before that, so I'm going to drink then, probably. And then I'm like, oh, well, maybe this weekend, watching the race. Yeah, I'll give it till Sunday. Uh, so I'm going to I'm gonna shoot for uh, giving it till Sunday, you know, detox, maybe do a juice cleanse or something. Um, probably take, not. But... Take karaoke Thursday night? No, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, Bob, uh, I, I got uh, to ruin your karaoke night, unfortunately. We have an interview lined up. Oh, we do. Yeah, this this uh, episode is unsponsored. If anyone would like to sponsor a, a, I'm a sure I'm update to karaoke night, well, Thursday. well, that's a bummer. Um, I'll have to cancel. That's fine. Oh, uh, well, no, it's sorry, good. it's sorry. good. Girls are stupid. Well, true. This girl's just gonna Actually, ghost me anyway, so they all the rest of them do. Well, I mean, it's gonna be a girl on the show. Hmm. First time ever. Hmm. 
Hmm. I can't wait to shut this off, and you guys can tell me. Yeah. So uh, if anyone wants to sponsor the show, we have a... Uh, Someone coming up on the show next week uh, involves dirt. Probably give us a little bit better look into what happened to Volusia all last week because we, for sure, didn't see any of it, really. Uh, saw one race. Was this a... Yeah, I know. I already know. Yeah, so... Um, her name may or may not be a palindrome. Her first name. Oh, I forgot what a fucking palindrome was. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, this was episode one something or other. 55? 155. I drove a 55 champ cart one time, stuffed it in the Wait, tractor no, tire, last and week ripped the left front. I, I think last week, was it? No, it was 154. Teddy Hodgson. Was it? Teddy. Teddy had a fuck of a week, Teddy did Shout out Teddy Hodgson. There was a lot of people in the world of race cars that didn't know who Teddy Hodgson was. I wasn't one of them. I knew who Teddy was. He had a great week. Uh, at least one pole, time trial in the top five every night, a couple top fives in the race. Really, uh, yeah, first time ever in a tour type car. Old so. Teddy turned some heads. Yep. Good for Ted. Um, Bobby Hamilton. Yep. Um, my grandfather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just going to put a 55 on the... I'm just going to put Teddy's car on the uh, show post for tomorrow. And I'll uh, I'll put that champ cart that I drove at Atlantic City for six laps. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Actually, right. Kevin Nobley was 55. He owned it, so he probably doesn't listen anymore, but... Probably not after two and a half hours. <laughs> no, <laughs> so, no, no. I think it's just us at this point. Yeah. Bit of, bit of a marathon show. Yeah, yeah, we had quite a bit to cover though. Anyone, anyone wants to sponsor a show coming up? We, uh, we have advertising opportunities available now that we have a, a nice graphics package. Um, and uh, yeah, this show for sure is going to go unsponsored. It's going to say nothing down in the bottom left corner. Uh, probably have a picture of Teddy's car, and um, I don't know. We'll just yeah, just put like livers because we need new livers. Just the, the, the Daytona <laughs> 500 logo, if we can even use it. Probably not. No, yeah, probably get, not. That'll get us canceled That's as well. That's fine. Fuck. All right, all right. Well, Thanks for listening. Yeah. Yeah, if you're still listening, shout out you. Uh, I'm gonna go uh two and a half hours. I think I'm gonna go out to eat. Where are we going? I don't know. I was gonna go to beat ups. They still open? Jesus yeah, fucking they're Christ. Over the one. Am I eating fucking All right, boys. <laughs> am I deleting the beer right now? Oh my god. I think we bought it. I just I, I got a hankering for some fucking mild wings and some Yeah. I want Chinese food and uh they're for sure closed. So. And at this point Perfect. my fucking head. Race car, race car, here we go, race car. Yeah.